The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Previously on Lonely Boys. There's no way I'm believing Georgina over Dan. And Dan said that Blair left with Lily. Why do you automatically assume that I'm the one lying? If your opinion actually mattered to me, I'd be insulted. Why are you still here? Don't you have a hole to crawl back into? I want to help. Let's think of the possibilities. Ideas? Anyone? Who are you calling? Security. You overseed your welcome when you showed up. Hey, security? Yeah. It's me. I, I, I'm doing good. How are you? I, I know. I know. It's, it's been a crazy day for me, too. Uh, but I, yeah, can you send someone up to the penthouse? I, I have a little, uh, a little situation on my hand. No need for security. The jig is up. Uh, you caught me. I have been lying. Um, I have to say, I'm bored and my DVR is empty. Listen, I can co- normally keep up with this for hours, but I have a kid now and his mommy and me group is way more fun to mess around with than you guys. Bye! Wow, seriously? What is her problem? <laughs> hey, I'm I'm sorry Blair wasn't here. I know you were hoping she would run to you. Isn't that really suspicious what Georgina did? Should we, like, follow her? Like, obviously <laughs> something is... Going, no? no? Oh, all right, fine. I, all right, let's talk about Blair. I should have known it wasn't her. I need to make peace with the fact that it's over. Whoever released that video killed whatever chance I had with her. And it definitely wasn't me that released that video, even though you're going to accuse me later in this episode. By the way, your phone's ringing. No, no, it's Blair. It's a text from Louie. That's weird if they're together. Quote, where the hell are you? Get back here this instant. Do you guys know I used to blow Nate? Uh -uh. (laughs) (laughs) Uh-uh. so fun. (laughs) Lucky. I wish I could have blown Nate. (laughs) Nathaniel. Hey, Upper Siders, and welcome back to another episode of the Lonely Boys Podcast. My name is Matt. I'm one of your titular Lonely Boys. I'm here to break down Season 5, Episode 15 of Gossip Girl, Crazy Cupid Love. I'm not here by myself. He just got back from a fancy de- Valentine's Day lunch with his wife where they creepily asked random couples to guess how long they've been together. It's Brendan Ruffle. Hello, I'm your co-host, of course, the creepy uncle of podcasting, a.k.a. Uncle Cream. Hi, did Hotel Nation recording live as host from the Crematorium. I'm your editor-in-chief here at Cream Weekly. Dr. Officer Cream reporting for duty. Cream, yes, cream. cream. Yes, cream. And ACAB, all creams are bastards, of course. Wow. Uh, hey, guess how long I've been her Uncle Cream? Guess, <laughs> guess how long? Guess how long? I'm hanging out with been. Nephew Kenny. I ask all the other parents at the practice, how long have That's I been right. in Uncle Cream? That's right. It's been four months almost. <laughs> Sometimes it is pretty jarring when... Uh, my not real nephew, but fake nephew, Kenny, does say, Uncle Queem, Uncle Queem over here. <laughs> but it's still somehow cute. I don't know. You know how long I've been Uncle Queem? <laughs> I only use that voice when I talk to Kenny, of course. <laughs> oh, Brendan, we are not by ourselves. We have, I guess, a long-awaited return for this guest. He's been on our our, uh, our patron project, the, the Sandy Boys. Oh, the patron project. Uh, talking, yes, talking his, talking his true love, the OC. But he's finally back on... 
our our uh, our flagship, our, our mainstay yes, here. Yes. He's back on Lonely Boys. He is, I believe, the twenty second member of the Two Timers Club. Please welcome back to the podcast, Charles Kurz. Charles, Hello. how are you? Lucky twenty two, baby. I love Lucky it. Lucky twenty two. <laughs> I can't believe you've only been here twice. <laughs> That's crazy. Says, right? <laughs> I, I know. And you know what? I, I asked him. You know how his many people are in the three? three? How many oh, people are in the three timers? I believe uh, Haley Strong wow. became our ninth member of the uh, of the three timers club last week. You know, it, it was. I it must have been the, um, the podcast. Too. The no, no, Sandy Boys is completely different. Completely different lineup. I, I, it feels like maybe the uh, fantasy baseball draft felt like a episode of a podcast <laughs> last year. That's, That's why right. I thought you were a three timer. <laughs> Earl's one of the many fantasy baseball recruits that uh, showed up, didn't pay attention, and came in last and swiftly got kicked out. <laughs> Happens every Tales year. all this time. Yeah, my dra- my, I had a good team on draft day. It's just hard to I, compete in a daily league when you don't make any moves, you know? Yep, yep. It, <laughs> it really go. it is. It is. That's how they get you in, in fantasy baseball. Um, but welcome back, Charles. I will, I will ask you what I ask all of our returning guests, and uh, that is, how much Gossip Girl have you been watching since the last time you came on the podcast? Um, this is a first, but I was tempted to, after I finished this episode, to click the next episode. Doesn't matter where you are, what's going on, or what, you know, watching an episode, it's very hard for me not to immediately start a rewatch, which is always a dangerous thing. Uh, But this is probably the first episode I've watched in, since my last rewatch, which I don't know, was probably, I think it was like, maybe three years, three or four years ago. Uh, Sometimes I watched a lot of, yeah, watched a lot of shows uh, over again. Glee, Gossip Girl, some of OC. We had had nothing but time. We had nothing but time during the pandemic. Um, Yeah. And and you know what? If you did continue from this episode and just kept watching, you know, we've gotten far far enough along where it wouldn't even take that long. We've only got a, after this, what what do we have? We have nine plus 10. We have 19 more episodes and then we're done with this, this series crazy what are you gonna do with yourselves after you're done we are gonna uh probably mm. take a little break not too long and then get into the reboot yeah, take uh, a few years and break. then uh, yeah a couple of years i will we'll say i have not watched any of the reboot oh. um yeah i would say it starts okay. off pretty starts off pretty rough uh i will say the second season even the second half of the first season is but it, it keeps getting better as it goes along uh whereas maybe they would have figured it out eventually but it is uh not mm. not that good not, but, not worth uh, um, continuing to try you know, yeah. yeah. Um, so, Charles, a, a lot of times I, I ask guests if they want to come on, and they say uh, they don't have a particular episode in mind. They they say they say like, give me the next available episode, or, or give me a random one. You actually did uh, comb through the uh, the episode descriptions, I guess, and you said put me on for season five, episode fifteen. Was there? Do you even remember? Was there any reason that this one called out to you that you wanted to come on for it? There must have. There must have been. Uh, <laughs> At the time, there must have been. We scheduled so far in advance. You probably, you probably don't yeah. remember. You did pick this one out, so keep that in mind when we're going through it. I was a different person then. You know, I was a very different person then. I'm a very reactionary person, so I definitely had some thoughts. You know, I, I will say, we'll get into it, but I like, you know, I think later season Gossip Girl has its ups and downs, and this is definitely not a spoiler because we're in the midst of, of the later of the, of the later, yeah. of later seasons here, and I think... What kind of brings it back and makes it fun is what it kind of leads into the fact that it's kind of over the top and and right. and very yeah. fun and not takes itself too seriously because some of the plot lines are completely unhinged. And so I think this episode <laughs> has always stuck out in my mind as like a very fun scheme. There's so many different schemes going on at the same time. And I like how open it is about the scheming. Um, and so I think that is part of the reason why I was thinking at the time, which I really enjoyed again. 
I think it might have been what uh, what Nate was saying to Dan to try to get him to come to the party. Come on, man. Grown women in dresses, schoolgirls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gotta come on for that one. It got that. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, I'm not the uncle. I'm not the uncle cream here. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Dan, why are you not saying yes? It's a great deal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. A lot let's... of Dan's actions doesn't make sense, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Let, let's get into it. Brendan, it's your time to shine. You said at the end of last episode, uh, when we when I revealed what the title of this one would be, you said, Oh, I got it already. So let's see if you remember what you were gonna say. The episode is called Crazy Cupid Love. Do you have any idea what this title is referencing? This is Crazy Stupid Love. Getting back up to five hundred, baby. Give me that. Give me that title. This is based on the 2011 film Crazy Stupid Love. Mm -hmm. Of course, one of my top 200 movies of all time. You are not quite at 500, but you are 7 for 15 now. Okay. Yeah, after getting two in a row now, 500's looking possible all of a sudden. Oh, yeah. That's all it takes. uh, Steve Carell. Oh, thanks to Steve Carell. It's always... That'd be my most watched movie of all time. Wow. Really? That's 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 a a good one. You know what? Maybe that's why I picked this episode. I'll, I, maybe, I didn't even think about could, that. Maybe. I didn't even think about the it could just been the title. It's either, that or, it's either that or it's that Harry Potter or Wedding Crashers, I would say. Or probably mm, my yeah. top three. I've never seen Wedding Crashers. I've, I've never seen Wedding Crashers wow. either. Wow. That's, kind of, that's actually wild that two to three people haven't seen Wedding Crashers <laughs> on this call. We could crash a Wedding Crashers podcast. Let's crash a wedding and then watch the movie and then compare the experience versus the movie. Yes. Yes. Perfect. Um, I've seen the spiritual... I've seen the spiritual successor to Wedding Crashers, and that is the uh, the Vince Vaughn Owen Wilson reunion of the Internship. Yeah, you, which like, is you also love the Internship. A top, top two hundred movie for me. I love the Internship. <laughs> and there's has some really great, good has some really great scenes. That is a great yeah, movie. It's underrated. If you love it the Internship, underrated. you're gonna love Wedding. You're gonna love Wedding yeah, Crashers. You gotta watch Wedding Crashers. I, mean, I can't believe this is. I, tell, tell a, I can't believe we've been friends for this long. Tell a Gen Xer that you've seen Internship and not. Wedding Crashers, and they will kill you. <laughs> so you times I've seen the Wedding Crashers. <laughs> Not all Gen Xers are creamers. <laughs> Original air date of this episode is February 13th, 2012. It is the Valentine's Day episode. It is very timely as we will be releasing this episode on, I believe, February 9th. So this will be our uh, Valentine's Day episode as well. And, you know, it's been a while, but we've done this before. Remember done, back in the day? We've done times, the- yeah. When the Thanksgiving episode will be released on Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. the Christmas, yeah, we we did it again. The Valentine's Day episode being released Good on the us. week of Valentine's Day. Way to and go! That is why it Charles actually not, chose the, gossip, to come on. the Gossip Girl was that timely in the original episode. But I looked at the original air date, February twelfth. I was like, wow, they actually released a. Yeah, I expected yeah, them to release the Valentine's Day episode in like the summer, just whenever they want. It. <laughs> yeah. um, so. We, uh, it's Valentine's Day on the Upper East Side. We see a lot of beautiful couples making out, including mm-hmm. what appears to be a same-sex couple. Uh, Gossip Girl has gone woke. Go woke, go mm-hmm. broke, Gossip Girl said. Yeah. So, man. Um, and uh, Gossip that's, Girl that's when herself. That's I turned off the episode. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't see yeah. the rest of it. <laughs> <laughs> this is an hour. <laughs> I, I like so, the show, but not like this. <laughs> so, <laughs> Uh, Gossip Girl herself is celebrating the holiday by apparently she's going to be exposing a big secret that'll break more than a few hearts. And uh, Blair has returned from her honeymoon imprisonment, and Dorota is so excited to see her. Uh, she was worried she'd be locked away in a big stone tower somewhere, and the only way to speak would be through uh, coded messages on Twitter. And it turns out 
that after their horrid faux honeymoon, Louis was glad to be back to Monaco and uh, be rid of Blair for a little while. Very romantic. Very uh, Charles, I'm sure you I'm sure you remember the uh, Blair and Louis relationship very fondly as they are currently married right now, if you can believe it. <clears throat> yeah, you know, I. Uh, the, the, the only benefit of their relationship is the scenes that you get in Paris, which are very fun. I think when they first yeah. when they first meet at the very beginning, yeah, when, they, yeah. when they first meet, and it was all downhill from there. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think anything after that is likable from either of them. I don't think any action <laughs> that either of them takes involving their relationship is, is like their relationship is likable. I, when um, I when I saw this scene, I was like, you know what, this this could work out pretty well though. Like even though they're married. The fact that they hate each other could be good yeah. that we don't have to see Louis anymore. He's just gonna like, I'm right, in Monaco, yeah. you go back to New York, and we'll be married on paper. That's about it. Get together for some photo ops uh, so that Blair's, I mean, uh, Louis's not humiliated, God forbid. Right. And then they go on. Uh, but Blair has, uh, you know, while she doesn't have Louis following her around, uh, we introduce uh, Dorota to Esty, who is going to be Blair's new social secretary, a a.k.a. her royal minder, a uh, creeper for short. This woman has to accompany Blair on all official public outings, and she also reads Blair's mail and performs nightly bed checks, uh, which seems very invasive, of course. And during all of this... We get a shot of Blair's doorman slash bellhop guy uh, listening in on this conversation. Uh, did I am assuming since this is the first of many times this will happen, uh, th this you did not flag up this quite yet that the doorman was like listening in. No, no, not really. And especially like, the first few minutes of Gossip Girl episodes, I'm still like usually eating my food, I'm not really paying attention fully. Like it's, it's like it's really just like a lot of exposition. I'm like, whatever, I'll I'll, I'll figure it out once I, I get to the tenth minute of this episode. You can see the prep that goes in. Yeah, yeah. when you see characters talking, you don't even really need the dialogue. You just know kind of what they're what's going on. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, Brendan watches the episode on mute while he's eating and just no subtitles. Must be must be Nate trying to convince Chuck to do something for him related <laughs> yeah, to trying to get true, a girl. That's true, though. And like, when they show you a new yeah. person, they're usually just like, look out for this person later on. They, they just, just like, look at a suspicious <laughs> right. character. Okay, great. Yeah. When, uh, yeah, yeah, when, yeah. You, when you don't listen to dialogue for the first 10 minutes, there's so many more twists throughout the <laughs> yeah, episode. Yeah, it's, it's much more fun to watch Everything, that way. Everything's a twist <laughs> from that point on. <laughs> <laughs> so Dan walks into the penthouse as Rufus is picking out some jewelry to give to Lily for Valentine's Day, who is in D.C. for a fundraiser luncheon and won't be back until the afternoon. Another episode with no Lily, unfortunately. Yeah, they, they, they like Rufus so much more than Lily. I, I don't know. I guess he just no. fits better into a lot of the plots somehow, but I, I don't really – they're not interchangeable people. I guess they just have nothing He's to been Lily in every episode. The, the only people that have been in every episode are Blair, Dan, Serena, and Rufus. That's crazy to me. <laughs> crazy. Episodes are, what episodes are Nate not in? I'd be curious. Uh, Nate, Nate and Chuck both in the first season. There's uh, episodes where you know one of the, one or both of them are, are missing in action. Oh, yeah. They don't be. Well, I mean, Chuck, they were still Chuck obviously main characters. But, Chuck was yeah. supposed to be like a big character, right? Wasn't right, Chuck supposed yeah. to be? Yeah. It's the second week in a row. And, Nate, and one, but but Nate was yeah. supposed to be part of the main cast, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chuck was just supposed to be, like, the antagonist guy. And then, mm -hmm. of course, uh, you know, yeah. everyone loved him and the rest was history. Um, so... Everyone loved him after his episode one performance. So Rufus's jewelry guy also asked Dan if he wants to pick something out for his special lady, but uh, Dan does not have a special lady this year. Uh, he's only here to pick up some Blu-rays that he let Lily borrow. Uh, he, thought, he thought maybe he could give them to Blair... Uh, Whatever happened to Blu-rays? Old old tech alert here. No, 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 no one has Blu-rays anymore. No, what I, were I guess they? like Fancy te DVDs? technically, PlayStation Four and PlayStation Five games, I think, are Blu-ray discs. Uh, that's that's I, where they, that's where I'll they eat went. My words. <laughs> yeah, they were like higher def 
DVDs, basically. Yeah. And then the, the edges DVDs. were like soft, no, like smoother than DVD yeah. discs for some reason. I don't know. They're or, rounder. Do you use them as pillows? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ruf, Rufus calls out Dan. He's like, so you think if you uh, give Blair some Blu-rays, she'll ask you to watch one with her? And, Got him, uh, Rufus. Uh, who, who, do you, who do you think he is, Rufus? <laughs> what? So, I, so, love so what? I love when Rufus gets in the mix on like a free side <laughs> romance stuff. So what, so what if Dan that's... wants to watch a movie? Dan, Dan tells Rufus it's always better to watch a movie with another person, and Rufus tells him uh, she's a married woman now, so it's time to move on, which, okay, Dan definitely has not moved on. He's right about that. Yeah. But also, Rufus should fuck off, because Dan and Blair are allowed to be friends who watch movies together. Yeah, okay. uh, and... Well, he should fuck off, of course. But the timing <laughs> is bad, because Blair just got back, and it's also Valentine's Day. And you can see, well, you can that, see yeah, right through okay. Dan. Okay, but Blair is clearly unhappy in her marriage, and I'm sure she'd yeah. love to not feel alone for change, even though she is going to turn him down, uh, which she is capable, as we see. And Dan uh, appreciates the advice, but he's just trying to be a good friend. And then we also get the quick shot of the jewelry guy. I do like all the quick, quick shots of these spies just staring at the characters. Uh, I, Brendan, I'm, I know you still weren't weren't no, catching no, no, on. Charles, did you did you think something was, was up yet? It was the next one that got me thinking, like, what the fuck is going on with these random characters just staring everyone yeah, down? I'm trying to remember back to one of the first times one of the first time to watch this episode because I, you know, I, right. I have unfortunately too good of a memory to not know wow. what I saw. Furtive glances that remembered what was going to happen here. I didn't remember exactly, you know, what where we were in the gossip go part of it, but I remembered that all these like random cuts. And it's also the music is what triggered my memory. Mm -hmm. If you go back and listen, like every time there's one of these like spies, they played like this certain like, (laughs) right, not spy music, but like almost like. Anticipation, suspense, music right. that's going on, and I'm like, okay. And this, usually yeah, just uh, plays his own music during the episode. He's really usually just rocking yeah. out. He's got, <laughs> he's got some heavy metal on in the background while he's on the episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Chuck is walking uh, the sidewalk with Monkey, and he says on the phone, uh, pretty much how I feel about Valentine's Day every year. He, I can't stand seeing all these happy people smiling, holding hands, kissing. I was like, Amen, brother. <laughs> yeah. That's my. <laughs> <laughs> you never really see this though. Like, I, I, I'm convinced that no one really celebrates Valentine's Day. It's not a real thing. There's no way. You don't see just like everyone. Well, first of all, they. Definitely do, but you don't see people just like making out on the sidewalks wherever you walk when it's on. as soon as the clock strikes February fourteenth, everyone just starts making Honestly, out. Honestly, usually more so on Groundhog's Day. That's to me the horniest day of the year. <laughs> Not Valentine's Day. Uh, so on the other ranking end. of the horniest days of the year. <laughs> that, that's a great idea. End of the episode, we'll rank our horniest pod, holidays. Podcast, horniest holidays. <laughs> Obviously Groundhog's Day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah everyone knows Groundhog's Day is a clear number one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, Serena doesn't want her to be reminded of Valentine's Day and then Chuck's like I guess it's only natural when you and I feel this anti-Valentine's Day uh, it hasn't exactly been a banner year for either of us in the romance department like why did he say all that is there like, any f- a funny no phone shit. call by the way like it's just I guess yeah. it's kind of nice it's that the team are talking it's banter yeah it's all he calls Serena just to shit on Valentine's Day he could have just said it's been a tough year for us sis he didn't have to say all that but yeah. uh that, Serena's that's like that classic brother half sister who have oh, yeah. almost kind of hooked up banter, you know. <laughs> you know that banter. Yeah. Ch- Chuck is still speaking in poems. He basically says he's uh, glad tomorrow will be back to normal by going. The good news is that this outsized, this outsized abhorrent display of public affection will be over tomorrow. Then New Yorkers can go back to being their usual cold, callous selves. Hang in there. Like I know, I always say that no one in the world talks like Chuck Bass, but he seems to be amping it up here, and he, he's speaking with such yeah. drama in his voice. Could have just said like, "Well, at least uh, V Day's over tomorrow, bro," <laughs> and left it at that. Bro, see you later, sis. 
He doesn't call her sister anymore. I, I miss the days of him calling her sister. Uh, that, yeah, that, that those were the good days when they were yeah. still uh, just getting used to being stepbrother and stepsister. Um, Chuck sees a couple embrace and is so disgusted that he turns the other way in a huff and bumps into another man. And the guy says he's sorry, and Chuck just goes, I doubt that. And the man <laughs> stares him down. And this is when I was like, what the fuck? What is this random character? Like, I don't even know how he, this guy got in, like, why this guy even became a spy. At least the other ones had, like, That was the moment that turned him into a spy. He's like, I gotta get involved in this guy's life somehow. <laughs> this guy is just randomly walking the street, and Georgina's like, follow him. <laughs> But usually, like when when there's some something there, you, you, like he would turn to the camera and smile. Maybe not like right into the camera, but like he looked still really pissed off at Chuck. But he kind of got what he wanted because like, I know where Chuck is now. He bumped into me. I, let me go follow him. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, we just have to know that something something's up by yes. lingering yeah. on this on this guy. Um, Serena and Blair now. Serena says she can't talk now because she's busy, but Blair cannot let them go on living like this. Uh, she tells Serena she's mad at her for sending out that video of her and Chuck to Gossip Girl, and Serena's mad at Blair for running off uh, with Dan, so they cancel each other out. And I'm like, right away, I was like, Blair, you're giving Serena way too much credit here. And <laughs> then always. immediately immediately Blair corrects herself and is like, actually, your thing is way worse. I only needed a ride. <laughs> <laughs> Very big of her to not want to Such to a want Blair Waldorf apology. It's like, okay, we both did something wrong. Actually, only you did something wrong, but yeah. I forgive, but I forgive <laughs> you. Yeah. Yes, but I, I forgive you. And Serena's done pretending to... It's like Serena's It's pretend... so good. Yeah, she's she's Serena's not going to take the fall anymore. Uh, she tells Blair she didn't release the video to Gossip Girl. Uh, taking the fall just seemed like the right thing to do at the time. But Blair's still going to forgive Serena. Forgive her for what now? I don't know, since Serena's saying she didn't do the thing. But Blair's like, I yeah. still forgive you. And so Blair asks for forgiveness for using Serena's wedding date as a getaway driver. And Serena admits she was never really mad at Blair. So that's it, I guess. We, we resolve this one scene. Into, there we into the go. Next. The new writers came in and were like, what, what is this? It starts in the getaway car, you know? Yeah. That's right. It's true. Nothing good starts in the getaway car. Um, <laughs> so Blair asks Serena what romantic plans she has for today, and Serena tells her she's interviewing a 70-year-old celibate woman for her I Hate Valentine's Day column. Uh, <laughs> we got to get this lady on the pod. We got to get her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it would be too hard for her to be on this podcast. She'd be just... <laughs> Yeah, this close to Groundhog's Day too, you know. My it's... heavens! <laughs> you can't do that. Who is porn boy? Sixty nine, four twenty. My days. I gotta sit and spin on him. Uncle <laughs> Cream. We can't let her break it. We can't let her break it. No. So, so uh, Blair says it's an awful Valentine's Day, and Serena says she hasn't had you a good one. Can you remind since... me what column Serena is writing? Is I'm, I'm uh, oh, S by S, of course. S by S. She has a, a little uh, like a glorified blog. She has a column in the Spectator. You know, Nate's uh, Nate's paper. Oh, right that's now. right, 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 yeah. right. Yeah. Okay. yeah. That's that's what Serena's been up to her little project, um, and she <laughs> says she, she hasn't had a good she hasn't had a good Valentine's Day since high school. Uh, and then Dan walks in as Serena was about to mention him, and Serena leaves right when she sees Dan. So uh, Dan is here to drop off the movies, offers to come back later and watch them with Blair under the radar, of course. But Blair is like, yeah, that's sweet, but I'm gonna go back on the radar, and you should do the same thing. Have some fun. Go meet someone. Who cares? And Dan's like, nah, you know, I haven't had a real date on Valentine's Day since uh, since high school with Serena and. Uh, Dan's also going to leave to meet up with Alessandra, and it looks like Blair has an idea. So she calls over Dorota, says she's been inspired. Uh, she is going to go update her royal status from princess to queen of hearts, meaning she's going to do everything in her power to get Dan and Serena back together. So I guess because Dan and Serena both haven't had a good Valentine's Day since they were together, uh, to Blair means they should get back together. I think. Makes sense well, to me. I mean, 
we're going to end this episode with the big Dan Blair kiss, of course. Uh, but I, I thought it was more, much more likely that Blair just wanted to do this to like get Dan to leave her alone. Like, let's pawn Dan off on Serena. This guy won't stop watching movies with me. Like, let's. let's that that is what it seemed like at first. Uh, right. I know like, she's, Dan, she's like, I love you, but I can't. I can't do this anymore. Yeah, and now her and Serena are like friendly again, and she's like, she knows that Serena's been chasing after Dan. She's like, well, well, this will solve two of my problems. Like, well, it'll help my best friend get with the guy she likes, and also get Dan away from me. That's what I figured was going to happen, but then. Oh, it was a shit, I mean, we're jumping ahead like a tiny scene here, but can we talk about how Blair and Dorota were able to achieve all that in like five minutes? <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. Oh. I don't know how they end Dan up getting Dan and Serena leave the apartment <laughs> to go to these this meeting. Okay, the location right. they're at looks a lot like the Upper East Side. So it's yeah. <laughs> within a walking distance, at worst, like a five-minute cab ride away from where they were before. And in the meantime, she was able to hire, like, five different actors. Yeah, the fact like, that we find out later that they're all actors is crazy, too. <laughs> yeah, get the restaurant in on it. Also, either this was a huge coincidence that Dan and Serena were about to go to the same restaurant at the same time to begin with, or Blair was yeah, also, also able to reroute that. Like, get them at the same restaurant at the same time, get their respective dates to cancel, get everyone <laughs> like insane. Well, that, that, yeah, that right. was what tipped them off. Was that it? only only Blair could accomplish this? Right. They are both on their so way there. Do it. Do a quick outfit change. Get her binoculars. Like, there's a lot <laughs> <Yeah>. it's actually. <laughs> I would have loved to see that mad scramble. <laughs> yeah, right. It was much more fun than half the episode. That was the whole so... episode of just Blair trying to see everything. <laughs> So Lola gets a call from Nate. Uh, so much for Nate understanding where she was coming from last episode, and she hits him with a who. Like the first thing he does yeah. is like, "I gotta call that girl." <laughs> she's like, "Who?" And when he says Archibald from the wedding, she's like, "Oh, that Nate, the one I don't remember giving my number to." Which, ooh, get him, Cold. get him, Lola. Nice yeah. go. <laughs> don't you know the Archibalds? <laughs> Nate explains that he might have put a little pressure on her boss, and he says it with a smile. So we we know that we should be condoning this light harassment and stalking from Nate. And Nate, he's like, "What?" I offered your bus free advertising and the spectator. It's technically more of a bribe than blackmail. Uh, and then he asks what she's doing tonight. And then Lola's smiling. So again, uh, they're telling us we can approve of this generally creepy behavior. Because well, he's rich and powerful. Everyone's smiling. I was smiling. I was like, aww. It almost bothers me less. The creepiness almost bothers me less than the obtuseness. <laughs> like he just, <laughs> he's just so unaware of, of like what at, you know her feelings and mm. actual desires are. Just, well, Nate's like, never so had a girl turn him down before, really. I mean, it's usually very easy for Nate, and so yeah. Nate's like, you know, whatever excuse you have, I'm gonna poke holes in it. Uh, and Lola's like. Why the fuck are you asking me out on a first date on Valentine's Day? And it's like, it's bold and charming. Uh, Nate, Nate, he really does have the ability to turn his charm on. Like, you can tell when, when charming Nate is on the phone and when normal <laughs> Nate is on the phone. Like, this, yeah, much like, deeper Nate voice. Is, yeah. Um, and Lola's a cater waiter, and Valentine's Day is one of the busiest days of the year. So uh, she's like, yeah, so thanks for asking. And then she just hangs up on him. And Nate can't believe it. And this is, again, his assistant just keeps giving him the side eye. And the whole time I'm like, why the fuck do we keep going back to his assistant? And then we finally get the answer uh, as Nate's assistant goes on a video call. And we finally have a name for her, by the way. It's Tina, as we find She's out. She's gotten so much uh, time without a name. I know. But more importantly, we see that Georgina has assembled an Avengers team of informants that have been spying on the main characters. Uh, we, we, have, we have Nate's assistant, Tina, the man who bumped into Chuck, the jewelry guy who was with Rufus and Dan, and uh, the doorman uh, of Blair and Serena's place. And then uh, Georgina, of course, leading the chat. 
How did she get all these people to work for her? We find out that she's paying them. I, I don't know how she assembled them, but I, I don't care. Exactly. It's how, I is love she that. even paid through Gossip Girl? Because does, does the real Gossip Girl even know that she's working for her? Like, what, what's what's going on here? She's not actually working for her. She lied to Dan and then unlied and said, "No, I, I am." She's just being Gossip Girl. I know, but I still have. She has have access to all this stuff. Well, we don't know that yet. We yeah. still don't know that. I just wonder where, where the fu- where's the funding coming from for this project. She talked to Louis laptops. Well, Georgie, uh, well she uh, Philip oh, is rich. The rich she, yeah, rich is, husband. Yeah, Philip is rich. Yeah, yeah. Philip yeah, is funding rich. everything. They call him. They call him Philip Funds. Philip Funds. <laughs> I, I wish that this Avengers team of Gossip Girlies was uh, like people that have been on the show before that we can get like a Carter right. Bazin. Hey, like Dean a, is, like a Jack Dean has been here. Yeah, right. I want like, all stars. Those are too big of characters. Yeah, that's too big of characters. There's probably an in between of like someone we've at least like seen before and something. Right. boyfriends. I think Tina was good because we have seen Tina before. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it makes sense that you know the assistant working with Nate. Um, so Georgina's not happy with what her spies are giving her. Uh, Tina also doesn't have anything. She's like Nate can't even get a caterer to go out with him. And so Georgina's like, "What am I paying you people for?" And slams the computer down. Uh, Georgina doesn't know what she's gonna do because she's getting nothing. And Gossip Girl is turning into a shell of its former self under uh, under Georgina's control, like AOL or Courtney Love. And the only way she can get out of this is with a scandal of all scandals. And that's when uh, Himbo Philip is here again. He's like, "You already have one of those, babe." And uh, he officially reveals, like, we obviously knew this already, but he officially reveals that it was obviously Dan who sent her that video of Blair and Chuck at the wedding. And he's like, yeah, with you know, you put this over Dan's head, you can get him to do anything. So uh, Georgina's like, yeah, you're cute for helping Philip, but, you know, if I'm going to get Dan to explode, I, I need mean, everyone there to see Philip it. is kind of stand scheming philip that's all i got i like yeah i like philip he's trying he's trying yeah, his best he, he is actually trying last episode when we like really got to know him a little bit more i wasn't sure if he was just kind of along for the ride and was being dragged but he's uh he's here to support his girly yeah and uh she complains that it was so much easier to stir stuff up when everyone was in high school together in one place and in this in this part i noticed that uh philip tries to hand georgina her baby and she just goes no and, like, I, I, honestly i think a few times this episode she's like oh mm, <laughs> sorry <that's on> you. <laughs> Yeah, that's all you. I don't Not care it. my baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Phil Philip is like, it's too bad we can't go in a time machine and go back to high school. And Gossip Girl, you need to stop tempting me because, like, first they tease me with a Freaky Friday episode, and now a time travel episode. Let's actually make. Yeah. Let's go sci-fi, baby. Let's make. When it they happen. said it, and Georgina was like, "Wait a second, <laughs> I thought we were like, are we gonna go we into can time, time machine? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Well, and this is when uh, she says she, she knew there was a reason she married Philip besides money. Uh, Tina's pissed. She asked Nate why she why he didn't tell her about the party. Uh, apparently, according to Gossip Girl, he's com- he's throwing a come as you were party where everyone dresses as themselves from high school. Uh, Tina thinks it's awesome. She wishes she had more notice. Nate's like, obviously, this is just someone I, someone's idea of a joke. I would never throw this party. Uh, and Tina's like, ah oh, man, you know, probably for the best. How would we even find a caterer? And Nate hears the word caterer, and he's like, wait a second, caterer, Lola, I need a caterer. She's going to come cater the party. So easy. Let's do the, yeah. He's a smart man. <laughs> right. I, was, I, was like, I was like, was this part of the plan? And obviously it was because Tina texts Gospel. She's like, it worked. And it was so easy. All, all Nate had to do was hear the yeah. word cater. And he's like, let's throw the party. I've got it. <laughs> all right. Would you like to go to one of these uh, come as you were parties? I, I think I could still kind of like wear. I don't have that much of a different wardrobe, honestly. I just need to like shrink my clothes a little bit. Just get them real tight. Um. What? Would I? Yeah, like I feel like I have a lot of the same shirts that I had in high school, so I, I feel like I, I wouldn't be too difficult here. Yeah, maybe like I'm I wearing the same. Buy more like plaid shorts to go that route again. Mm-hmm. Like get like a really tight Hollister yeah. t-shirt, maybe. 
Yeah, yep, yep. I think definitely plaid shirts, and I think for me it'd probably be the uh, the Billabong or the Hurley T-shirt. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, that's that's all we got to do. Really, it'd be really easy. Yeah, <laughs> let's, let's have a party. That's <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, Charlie's back. I let out an audible whoa when I saw her walk into the penthouse. It's been like four episodes. Yeah, or main so. cast Charlie has been gone for uh, in their time three months apparently. Main cast Charlie. That's a cheer up Charlie. Or, <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah, even know yeah. if that was in tune. I don't even know. Yeah, good. Close enough. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Rufus. This podcast. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I'm trying. I'm trying to make this a musical podcast. <laughs> Rufus sees Charlie. He can't believe it. Uh, she's happy to see him. Rufus is like, oh, we were so worried about you. Noticeably, he's not like, remember when you left and you were like, I'm a fraud? And then you did Like, what was that about? He <laughs> I thought he was going to bring it up. I was waiting for him to do that. <laughs> what do you mean by that? He doesn't say that. Um, Charlie uh, tells him she should have called weeks ago, but she's totally fine. Uh, we don't know why she's here. Uh, we don't officially find out, but y- you have to assume uh, she's here to tell Lily some bad news. Um, and But Lily isn't back from D.C. yet. Uh, and unfortunately, Charlie's only in town for a few hours on her way to Europe. She just wanted to explain in person why she left so abruptly. And Rufus is like, yeah, why did you? And immediately, Charlie's like, oh, it's personal. And Rufus looks hurt. Like uh, he, doesn't, he doesn't get to be in the know. Can you, can you actually remind me where she's been staying for real? Has she been in Florida this whole time? Or we have not. She... We have not known. We don't know. We've not known. It's revealed at the end of the episode. That's where, where she's probably we, been we, the whole time. Yeah, the end of the episode, yeah, I we, think, is a reveal that she's been taking yeah. care of Cece the entire time. Yeah, she's, she's, been, she's been bunking with Grandma Cece. Yeah. Not her grandma. Yeah. Well. Well. No. Depends on who you ask. <laughs> <laughs> if you ask Cece, she'll tell, she'll tell you that's my, that's my girl. I love my granddaughter. <laughs> You know how long she's been my granddaughter? Four months. <laughs> Best guess how Best long? Four months of my life. <laughs> so, uh, Charlie's been keeping up with what's been happening through uh, Serena's blog and Gossip Girl, and she can't believe Blair went through the marriage to Louis because uh, she thought she'd end up with Chuck. And Rufus is like, between you and me, I think she wanted to. You know, Blair was right. No one keeps a secret like Rufus. He blabs at the first time. <laughs> <laughs> hasn't seen the girl in months. Just gives her the tea real quick. <laughs> yeah. And so, speaking of love and uh, prenups, Rufus has to go pick up some things for Lily tonight. So he tells Ooh, Charlie, you know, just, hang, just hang out at the house. That, that is that a slam like, on all of Lily's uh, former marriages? Speaking of love and prenups, yeah. yeah that should okay. be... Uh, it's gonna be Lily's autobiography. Yeah, it really uh, should be. Title: Love, Love and Prenups. <laughs> one of his one of his more subtle uh, many marriage slams. Good for him. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty yeah. good. Um, yeah. Dorita goes to a fancy restaurant. You know. What was that, Charles? I'm a self zing, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wonder what his prenup is like. How bad? Him. How bad that bad boy is. He's he, maybe they don't even love each other. They're, they're, he's holding on for dear life too. It could be. We, we don't know. Uh, Serena goes to a fancy restaurant for lunch. She's sitting at a table by herself. And, and then a couple gets up and leaves and reveals that Dan is also sitting at a table by himself, like two tables over. Uh, they notice each other. Things get a little awkward. Uh, but Dan heads over to the table to ask what she's doing here. And Serena tells Dan about her elderly woman date. Uh, Dan's book agent uh, is late, as, as is Serena's date. And, like, you have to assume that Blair kind of arranged this, but they're both meeting these people for lunch at, like, a romantic restaurant on Valentine's Day. Like, why? <laughs> they can't, like, go anywhere else. Like, like a coffee shop? Or like a coffee <laughs> shop or, like, a... Right. <laughs> why are they going to this fancy restaurant? <laughs> um, so, 
Dan starts to apologize, but Serena says, you know, we don't have to discuss it. Let's just move past it. Uh, the waiter comes by, offers Dan and Serena free drinks on the house as a Valentine's Day gift. And Dan's like, yeah, you know, one glass can't hurt. As we cut to, Blair and Dorota in disguise, uh, hunched next to each other at a table farther away. Uh, it's farther away, but not so far away that it warrants the little binoculars that Blair <laughs> is using. Uh, this this made me genuinely laugh. Yeah. Joke, contender for joke of the episode here. <laughs> it's very good. Yeah, they're not very far really away at all, fun. and they're... Dress pretty ridiculously that anyone I can't decide. Them. Yeah, <laughs> I can't decide what I like better: Blair's scarf and hat combo or Dorota's sunglasses. <laughs> That's a good question. Um, I'll go Dorota. The answer is always Dorota. Yeah, yeah. The answer is always Dorota. Always Dorota. Either way, uh, the phase one is now complete, and they are going to move to phase two. Uh, but first. Nate's on the phone at the Empire. Uh, the catering basically is like, uh, yeah, our employee kind of has like a restraining order against you. Like there, there's a note in her bio that she's not allowed to work. Is there only a note in her bio that she doesn't want like, to should be, be kind of a red, red only flag? Only thing it like, says in her bio. Yeah. Like, at this point, Nate should be reflecting and be like, should I continue pursuing? He's like, uh, what's, what's, what's the work around here? <laughs> I love a challenge. <laughs> She's making it very clear. He's never loved anyone more in his life. This is so hot to him. Oh, my God. Uh, Chuck asked what Nate did to her, and Nate's like, I didn't do anything. Um, it's a good question like, should I cancel the party? He's like, should I cancel the party? I, I, the only reason I'm doing this is for her. And Chuck's like, oh, if you're doing all this for a girl... Uh, is there anything that says she can't work an event at the Empire? And Nate says, like, well, if I'm throwing it, she's not going to show up. But I feel like even if she doesn't know Nate's throwing it and there's not a note in her file that says she can't work at the Empire, like, Lola was just at the Empire last week. She knows Nate lives there, so she should be able to catch on and, like, just turn the job yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. That's a point against Lola, then. That's that's on her for showing Unless up she, like, thing. can't. Unless it, as <laughs> if there's not a note in her file, like, she is, like, like legally uh, con- all right. obligated. Should have written two notes. Like, I guess I have to file to get the Empire banned for like as well. Yeah. Um, and, and can't work any party with Nate Archibald, which would be would be yeah. a lot better than right, right. Any party that he's at. I also, um, like I know she she said earlier that this is like a huge cater waiter day. I that can't yeah. be true. This is more of just like a restaurant day. <laughs> if you work at a regular restaurant, yeah, hundred. How many yeah, things are like, how many parties? parties. Like, that up earlier you pass it too fast. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Who, who gets a catered event for Valentine's Day? <laughs> for Valentine's Day. It's, it's usually middle of the week, too. Right, like only yeah. Nate Archibald is, is doing this. <laughs> so even though Chuck loathes this day, he uh, can't deny his best friend a chance at true love. And I was like, let's not get married, uh, carried away. He just met Lola, and she doesn't even like him that much. So, like, what do you mean true love? What is happening? <laughs> so Chuck, Chuck's going to host the party here, and he'll even call the catering company himself. What a bro! What a, what a wingman! I mean, Chuck, I'll help you stalk this girl. He's a good guy. He, he's still a good guy for now. Um, this might be the last we see of good Chuck. Unfortunately, listen, Blair was kissing Dan. Chuck's got to do some kissing of his own. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm Team Chuck this episode without a yeah. shadow of a doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just I, they've been painting. Chuck's been so good, so so good for so long. Yeah, he's been I such think a good boy. It's just gonna he's gonna go down this evil trajectory. Again. Something's gonna break in him. Yeah, yeah he's broken. Uh, so Serena and Dan on their on their fake date, uh, they're yucking it up, and the random old couple sitting side by side at a table nearby, uh, telling oh, you guys you're such a lovely couple. And, <laughs> uh, and they, like, oh, they also not- they weren't eating anything. There was nothing on their table at all. They were just set up to watch <laughs> right. everyone else that was having dates. Yeah, and the guy kept like looking to the side and being like, "Line, 
Line? What's my line? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Serena starts to say they're not a couple, and the guy just ignores her. And he's like, guess how many years we've been together with a weird smile on his face? Because I can't like, remember. <laughs> 54, dear. And the old man starts laughing. You're supposed to let them guess. Oh, it's boy. a fun game. It's a fun game. Like, what an adorable, not staged at all couple. <laughs> they fooled me. <laughs> they were high school sweethearts. Uh, they've been together ever since. Uh, the waiter's going to come over, gives Ann and Serena some uh, some dessert now. And Dan's like, we didn't order this. And he's like, also on the house, all of our guests. And th- now they're starting to look a-, a little suspicious. Dan doesn't see any other table with this dessert. Uh, Serena thinks it's strange that neither one of their meetings showed up. And uh, this one was like, yeah, that is weird. Did Blair and like, Dorota kill Alessandra and like the old lady? But uh, no, no, apparently... <laughs> Apparently, uh, someone's just sent Alessandra a voicemail saying Dan was canceling. And when Serena nonchalantly says, same with the Virgin, that was very funny. Just that she's calling this lady the Virgin. Yeah, same, same with the Virgin. Someone told her I can't. Do you think they went one step too far with the dessert and that's why they caught on? If, if there was no dessert given to them, so. they would have been all right. Yeah, I think it, it was the dessert. So I don't think the actors even like, tipped them off at all. That just like that could happen. No, no, because no, Serena didn't really. Because when Blair says not even the fake old couple, Serena was like, "That wasn't real." Yeah, they got she me. Was like that wasn't real. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's how long I've been celibate. Fifty-four yeah. years. <laughs> um, so, uh, Dan sarcastically wonders who uh, could have been manipulative enough to do this, and we cut to Blair. We cut to Nate. Uh, she, we, yeah, it was me. <laughs> so. Uh, Blair is lamenting that it's not Valentine's Day more than once a year. She thinks she could uh, make a go at this Cupid thing. And Dorota's like, yeah, everything's going so smoothly. Uh, Blair just needs to get them at Nate's party tonight. And once they see each other in their old high school uniforms, she's confident that those old feelings will come flooding back. Uh, mm. Brendan, I know nothing gets you hot and bothered quite like someone in their old high school There's uniform. nothing like it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I won't get more descriptive. <laughs> so, <laughs> Dorota agrees. No, no, never forget. Close to yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. No, 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 get, no. get me into Mars and then I'll tell you all about it. <laughs> uh, Dorota agrees. You never forget you know, your first love. And she starts reminiscing until Blair gets a message. She's like, oh, thank God. And uh, Nate's party has been moved to the Empire. Uh, Blair doesn't think she can go now because there's no way she can bring a royal minder to her ex's apartment. Every time she said royal minder, I, I was I felt like uh, Andy Daly should have been playing this uh, the role of <laughs> the, the, royal the royal minder. minder. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a lot more fun. It would have been a lot more fun. Uh, Blair tells Dorota she's going to have to wear her uniform and play Cupid in her place. And Dorota's like, no, that's that's a very bad plan. Like that. It would have been funny to, to see her try. I would have liked that, yeah. Um, Georgina's also not happy. She found out that Nate's party's been moved, and she figures out immediately that Blair's not going to be able to go, uh, which means that when she drops the bomb, the person that hurts the most won't even be there. And uh, it's really getting to Georgina. She's like, damn it! And uh, she gets a video message from Jewelry Guy, and he's like, listen, you know, I hooked up the Vanderwoods and Doorman with three Knicks tickets, and so now we're working together. And it's like, all right, this whole underground operation. That these, these people How does this have. guy get free Knicks? How does Doorman get free Knicks, tic- <laughs> Knicks tickets? Those are expensive. Knows, yeah. And I, I know that's a fancy building, and they pay their Doorman well, but, like, well, how, the, how does that happen? Yeah. Here's Regina just buying them for everyone, and I don't know. like Maybe, yeah, maybe Rich Phil. Who knows? Yeah, so, who knows? So, uh, Georgina gets the tip that uh, Charlie is back at the at the penthouse, and uh, we see Ivy. She's on the phone. She's asking if she knows that she's gone, and lets her know that uh, she's running an errand. She'll be back in a few hours. Uh, we don't know who she is yet. Did 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 you have any uh, predictions, Brendan, throughout the episode? No, no, not at all. 
I don't predict. I You're I just, a very. I just sit very back, relax, watcher. and let's see what the hell as, happens yeah, here. As Connor made fun of you for. <laughs> yeah. That's the worst way to watch TV. <laughs> yeah, by, by not, yeah, by not spoiling it for yourself. Regina shows up. It's a lot worse. My, my, my mom, whenever you watch a movie like 15 minutes, and it's like, oh, I think, you know, I think this is what's going to happen at the end. And I'm, she's right way too often. So, yeah. like, oh, really? Yeah. Movie, movie. It gets stuck in her. Even if she's yeah. not, you like, you like, you can't help but like watch the rest of the show through that lens, too. Think about it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. um, we, we talked about how fast Blair and Dorota worked. Uh, Georgina shows up in record timing. She hears that Charlie is back in the penthouse and she is there at, in the in the blink of an eye. And I, I was going to ask uh, how she got in again. But then it, it helps to know that the doormen are like all working for Georgina at this point. She's got the, she's got them on lock. That's how yeah. that's how she's been getting in places. And so. <laughs> Ivy's like, uh, no one's home right now. Uh, and my first thought was the same as Georgina's that she clearly does not remember Georgina. And Georgina is um, is a little offended. She's like, I met you, you know, at the Constance party when you were pretending to be mentally ill. Although you're still hanging around here, so maybe you really are. And <laughs> That's a great line. Yeah. It was good. And, and Charlie, Charlie remembers now. And Georgina is hurt that she gave Charlie her number, but she never called. Which... Uh, is why when she heard Charlie was back in town, she thought she'd come by and catch her in person, uh, especially since she she uh, she has the habit of bolting so quickly from places. Uh, Georgina already so intimidating here. I'd be I'd be scared if I were. Especially her just showing up here. Her showing up anywhere is kind of intimidating. So you don't know what she's gonna <laughs> yeah. do. Yeah, and so Georgina asks what she's doing here. Charlie's like, oh, just here for a brief visit. Um, Georgina asks if anyone knows, and Charlie's like, just Rufus, and I'd appreciate it stayed that way. Which obviously we know it is not going to stay that way now, and. Uh, Georgina's like, not a problem, as long as you give me some gossip, or uh, or you gossip enough. And Charlie's like, I literally just got here. And But Georgina's like, you're family, you know things. Um, and then, uh, well, because Charlie's like, all I know is like some sort of prenup with Blair and Louie, but, you know, that's hardly anything. That is actually going to ultimately be helpful. Uh, but Georgina answers this with, you know, you really should have called me. We could have had a lot of fun, which was very threatening and vaguely <laughs> very, sexual. Very sexual. I would say <laughs> not vaguely, it's very sexual. Uh, I, think I did think she was going to kiss Ivy. <laughs> like, it's, it's like, what is happening? It would have been fun. Um, yeah, I, I, did she need to like harass Charlie to get this information? Like, she also could have probably assumed that they were the prenup with this like gigantic wedding. Yeah, I don't know what yeah. this is. This is how is this a hot piece of gossip? Like, I the... yeah, she could have gotten that from anyone too if she wanted to. I guess yeah, but we needed this uh, sexual scene. Only, only worth it if we get that kiss, honestly. But, uh, yeah, it also made me think that Georgina knows that. Charlie is a con artist. Like, oh, bullshit. That's what I thought we were going with, and she doesn't bring that up own. at all. So, like, if she doesn't, but it felt like she knew. Yeah, right. Because she's like, we could have had a lot of fun. Because like, we are. I she implies it, like, multiple, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, she's happy. So much. Oh my god, she's <laughs> carrying these episodes. Yeah, she's I mean, it, putting it, the episodes yeah, on her she's, back. She's like been since Charlie's been gone. She's been what we need since Charlie's been gone. Georgina's been Just what, what we, we need. need. <laughs> uh, Serena walks into Blair's room, and uh, Blair's playing it super cool, asking Serena how lunch was. And Serena's like, drop the act. Like, I- I'm on to you. Uh, and Blair's like, no, it was an act of goodwill. Just because, uh, you know, you can't have, I can't have love in my own life doesn't mean that, uh, you know, you guys shouldn't be able to to be in love with each other. Um Serena, with a surprising amount of awareness, informs Blair that Dan doesn't have feelings for her, and uh, there's nothing that will change that. And that's when Blair's will. Needs to talk. Uh, like, she needs to talk to Nate. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Nate needs to <laughs> figure that lesson out. Uh, Serena's like, yeah, you know, not not drinks, not desserts, and Blair's like, not even two fake old people in love. And Serena was surprised that not even the old couple was real. <laughs> it's frustrating. It, it, it's like we've been talking about this as the 
chair stuff has been going on. It's like that now that I know how this episode turns out, it's frustrating to see mm-hmm. that we have these two fighting over Dan again. It's just like I, I, I wanted yeah. her to just be getting rid of Dan, but in turn, it just feels like she's pushing him away because she has feelings for him, and that's a, a much and more annoying reason right. that she's doing this. There, when are you going to pay us? Are we getting paid for our work today? <laughs> Where are they? Someone call Philip. Blair, Blair. This is them at the Blair. party later. The doorman, the doorman <laughs> let me in. I gave him mixed tickets. <laughs> Serena, it seems like Serena has uh, finally given up and says it's never going to happen, but thank you for trying. And uh, Blair asks Serena to come with her to the cardiac ball tonight uh, so they can bond over their broken hearts while looking at people with actual broken hearts. What the hell is the cardiac ball? It must be some kind of like cardiac, you know, funding uh-huh. for car- like cardiac doctors, hospital or something. Type. Or... They uh, tie it into Valentine's I mean, Day, I guess. Crazy line to say if that's the case. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Just making a joke about people having actual heart problems. <laughs> <laughs> for all those losers out there. <laughs> so. Dan stops by the yeah, empire. Their hearts are broken. Tell- <laughs> <laughs> Literally broken. You think that's bad? I'm going to the cardiac ball. Can you get the fuck out of my house? <laughs> I will pay you at the end of the week. <laughs> guess how long we've been together, Blair? Just guess. <laughs> I'm a method actor. I'm going to be. It would have been so funny if they had, had like some super short period of time. <laughs> they made it on Tuesday. <laughs> she was a cater waiter, and I wouldn't stop calling until she catered one of my parties. <laughs> See, it does work. She <clears throat> she told them she wasn't allowed to cater for me, but that didn't stop me. <laughs> she still resents me to this day. <laughs> so. Uh, Dan stops by the Empire. He tells Nate that uh, he was in the neighborhood, so he figured he'd tell Nate in person that he's not coming tonight. And it's like, what the hell? None of my friends are coming to my, my big Gatsby high school party that I'm just throwing so that I can I, I can get a girl. And Dan's excuse is that uh, Blair's been trying to set him up with Serena, which reminded him that he didn't have a great time in high school, so he's not eager to relive it. Uh, Dan Valid. knows he's not actually, I think not. He's not actually going back to high school. It's just a theme. No, yeah, and he actually has friends now. Like back in high school, I don't think any yeah. people talked to him. And now, also, like the like, group of them. Is- and his last like two years of high school, I feel like Dan was very in good spots, like yeah, both friendship yeah. wise he, and romantic. He won romantic the uh, wise, everything. You know? Yeah, he won the Gossip Girl superlative of Ultimate Insider. He's Ultimate technically Insider, friends yeah. with this entire group right now. He is, yes. So, what part of sure? Like maybe your freshman sophomore year before you started dating Serena were bad. Like, come on, yeah. He doesn't have to go as a freshman. <laughs> um, <laughs> Nate says to think about it. Uh, there's going to be grown women dressed as schoolgirls. Why? Why is that the fantasy? I don't. I'm not. I'm not certain. But uh, they seem to be. They seem to be yeah, into it. And like Dan uh, again says he's not making it, but he'll sign Nate's yearbook to make him feel better. And uh, hopefully, he signs it uh, more heartfelt than Brendan used to back in back in the day. And then known for his cutting yearbook signing. We we've brought this up, but I remember. Yeah, uh, I don't know what I said you, on yours. You signed Kayla, not not mine, but you signed yeah. Kayla's yearbook saying, "Remember when Rich dumped you twice?" LOL. Uh, you signed, 
you signed Heather's saying, and hopefully next year you won't look like a man. That's a good like one. A... That's a fair one. I, I use that a lot. <laughs> it's a good one. That's a, that's a good one. I like that. I think I stand by. You stand by. I stand by that one for right. sure. If any Brendan of them. Was, Brendan, Brendan was the, the yearbook roast comic. Right. I... <laughs> but no one left. How well were these, how well were these received? <laughs> Not well. Um, I got... Usually, it was like it was like half laughing, half horror. Like within the same piece, like they come and be like, "Did you see what Brendan signed a yearbook?" <laughs> and they'd be like laughing, but like I can't believe why would he say this? It's all about the shot value, baby. I think I, I lied and uh, I, I wrote a story about how like, oh Molly, remember the time that uh, I helped you break into the principal's office and then you like you took a shit on his desk or something like that, and her her parents got really mad at her. <laughs> like I didn't know this happened to you in high school. His parents read her parents read them because yeah. I remember when I signed her yearbook talking about how we used to stay up till three in the morning on on a AOL instant messenger. She was like, yeah, my parents read that. Now I'm grounded. Like, <laughs> I wasn't supposed to be up till 3 a.m. Like, <laughs> if they're grounded for that, what did they ground? What did they do to her for shitting on the principal's desk? <laughs> so, oh, boy. Where, where were we? You really went off on a yearbook tangent here. Um, Dan gets a uh, text message from Gossip Girl now, and it just says, bring Blair to the party tonight, which is uh, very cryptic. Also, we see Dan using an iPhone, which is which is good. Mm-hmm. And uh, Nate asks, "What what is it? And Dan replies, it's something strange, which prompts zero follow-up questions <laughs> from Nate, who seems to be distracted by some dust in the background. <laughs> <laughs> how do, how do you get... testing how... all the jello shots behind him, I think. <laughs> like... He, Dan had enough of a reaction to this text that Nate was able to realize that something wrong, like something was wrong. And he says, what's going on? And Dan just says, it's something strange. And Nate doesn't say, oh, what? He, he just drops it. His and brain then... can only handle so much. We know this. Nate's <laughs> brain can only think about Lola. It's true. And then it's even crazier because Dan texts back Gossip Girl asking why he would do that. And Gossip Girl replies, because if you don't, I'll release this. And it is the video of, like, it's the receipts of Dan sending in the video of Blair and Chuck to Gossip Girl, uh, which Georgine's bringing out the guns here. Love the move. Mm-hmm. Um and, but the video is like playing out loud now for us to hear, and Nate still isn't saying He's anything. Focused. He doesn't He's even gotta get the ratios right of those jello shots. He's very busy. <laughs> so, Why is he uh, making the jello shots when this party is like a huge expensive catered, party like, with yeah. the live band and cater <laughs> yeah. and catered? All right, we'll come cater the, the party, but on one condition shots. you gotta make the jello shots. Yeah. We need to refuse to make that shit. <laughs> you gotta make the jello shots. We don't make the jello shots, <laughs> yeah. so you want jello shots. Look, I didn't You'll make I wasn't even gonna order jello shots, but I'm not to make some jello shots. That's a good idea. <laughs> so he had like he had like twenty five jello shots in front of like <laughs> one you gotta make like five hundred jello shots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's see, five hundred people, twenty five shots should be enough, right? <laughs> yeah. So uh, Dan tells Nate on second thought he will come tonight. I mean, who doesn't love schoolgirls? And Nate is just <laughs> relieved and stupid enough to not question any of this. Why Dan reacted that way? Why Dan immediately changed his mind? Like why Dan was playing the video out loud? He just so the out of character for Dan. Dan would never say that. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's just like, my man, Cater Dunn. <laughs> Nate's new, I Nate's forgot new, about uh, Nate the Cable Guy. Cater Dunn. <laughs> Cater Dunn. <laughs> it's good. I, they should make a catering company name that. I think it's uh, not bad. That's good. Cater Dunn. Cater Rufus gets a call from Charlie. Uh, she asks if she if he's heard from Lily because it's getting late. She needs to catch her flight. And Rufus just like laughs at her. He's like, ah, completely forgot. Lily's train run late. She's going straight to the Empire. Uh, I'm meeting her there now. I guess he just wasn't gonna tell Charlie this. And also, Lily's taking a train. Like, doesn't she have a private jet she can fly? She's very eco friendly now. 
Good for her. <laughs> Not that rich. I don't think she's that rich. I think, I, mean, I think she is. They're billionaires. The the Vander Woodsons. She should. Yeah, actually, I guess they got, she got some of that Bart Bass money. Yeah, you got Bart Bass money. That's true. Yeah, yeah that's very true. I mean, at the very least. Take a plane, like even if it's not a private jet, like why? Yeah, very, very, very least first class. Yeah, there's no private jet. DC, you know, DC. Maybe they are. DC to New York is such a quick trip, you know. Like it might even be, you know, more comfortable to take the Acela. Yes, I can't imagine seeing Lily on Amtrak. Be crazy. No. Charlie <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, asks if she can swing by on the way to the airport, and uh, Rufus is like, "Do you just want to call her?" And Charlie gets very serious and is like, "No, it's really important." So. Uh, Rufus is going to tell Lily that Charlie's on the way, and Charlie is off to to the Empire, where apparently Lily's going to be. But we don't see Lily there at all in the episode. So, yeah, I, I mean, oh well. not seeing Charlie for so long, and then seeing her now, and her whole episode is just her being flustered and wanting to tell somebody some, <laughs> something, and they can't, she can't find them, is annoying. Um, I, I get that there's supposed to be this big payoff at the end, but it's just like, oh, I've missed this girl, and then now I don't That's anymore. Just, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, why did I miss her? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, so, Dan knocks on Blair's door. Uh, she knows he's upset that she tried to set him up with Serena, but uh, now he's not really. He's like, yeah, no, we had a nice time. Uh, you know, it got me thinking. Maybe there's some hope for us. And uh, Blair's over-the-top reaction to this was very charming. She's so excited now. She's she's claiming she knew it all along. She's telling Dan to invite Serena to the party. Uh, guitar hero in one suite, sushi <laughs> bar in the other. Sounds, Sounds like a great party yeah, so far, yeah. yeah. Uh, and she's like, a girl gets like two with... of my favorite things in the world. You know? <laughs> Honestly. And he's like, a girl gets beamed with a near teeny, or someone uses a secret key to sneak into the pool. I love that Blair thinks that everyone is just going to like reenact the greatest hits from high school. Like, they're <laughs> going to do all the same yeah. stuff. Yeah, I hope there's no near teenies at, at the wedding. <laughs> just like the old times. <laughs> so, uh, Dan thinks it might be more beneficial to explore whatever future they may have without the pressure of a real date. So he wants Dare, uh, Blair to play Cupid again since she did such a great job before, and he invites her to come with them. So uh, this is all part of Dan's master plan. I know that Dan is desperate right now, but, uh, you know, not a good look to be playing with uh, Serena's emotions like this and pretending he's into her, only to kiss Blair by the end of the episode. Yeah, he's, he's got to save face. If, if he doesn't kiss Blair by the end of the, end of the episode, uh, I guess it's a little bit better of a look, but... He does kiss her. If he's not really playing with her emotions, though. He's more manipulating Blair, right? Like, it's not like yeah. he's saying this stuff to Serena. He's, I mean, obviously, Blair is going to say it to Serena. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, he's certainly playing a very dangerous game, but I think it's just a Chad better than completely manipulating Serena. Yeah. Maybe leading yeah. her on a little bit through through Blair. And not giving him the full pass, but giving him the. the... Semi pass just because he's, I, I, he's right doing now. what he ha- he's doing yeah he's doing what he has to do right now so uh, Blair doesn't think it's a, it's a great idea to bring her Monaco babysitter to Chuck's but Dan's like no that's the best place to bring her because you can prove to her that Chuck's no longer a threat and uh, also he probably won't be there tonight um, and so this news changes things so Blair says she'll make a quick drop by tonight uh, so mission accomplished for Dan and he texts Gossip Girl that it's done and Georgina gets the text uh, as she is going through the prenup. Blair's prenup with Philip. Uh, Regina finds that if Blair defaults on the marriage in any way, the Waldorf family will owe the royals so much money they'll be bankrupt. And again, it's hilarious that the show is not putting a specific amount on this. There's like, there's just no way Georgina would. Yeah, there's no way Georgina would. (laughs) You know, the prenup doesn't say, and the Waldorfs will owe enough to make them bankrupt. Like, obviously, that Georgina would read that and like not read the number out loud, but just say, "Also, just me not they can't." That's just not how prenups work. It doesn't, <laughs> yeah. That doesn't exist. I mean, 
Sure, you could put anything you want in the prenup, but there's just no world in which you would say that they get more than like half or a certain amount of the Waldorf's, you know, fortune. Not not, the, the Waldorf would never sign off on a, on a prenup that said, oh, you see this amount of money that is way above the means that you can pay in I can't believe way, they no would sign off on this. Yeah. Put that in the contract. Yeah, that's yeah, true. So, <laughs> all last week we were talking about the dowry and... fee and like they must have known about this before signing the prenup. That even, even though it's a dowry fee specifically and not so much like a, a prenup fee. Again, they have a lawyer in the family. Why are they not reading the, the yeah, fine yeah. print here? But yeah, so Georgina's yeah. just like, oh, Philip, I can't even say how much money it is, but it's so much it'll make them bankrupt. You, you don't even know. Georgina and, uh, knows the world or funds. <laughs> yeah. Uh, during this scene, uh, yeah. Philip kind of yeah. looks like a young Rufus. Do you think there's anything there? Hmm. I, I well, thought, you, I thought what, he, what would be there? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Rufus fucked Philip's mom. I don't know. <laughs> I hope so. When his wife was going on a rampage fucking everyone in Hudson, he's like, you know what? Here I go. Well, it'd have to be, I think, before that. Back for the rock days, around, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't think this guy already existed, and then Rufus fucked his mom, and he started to look like Rufus. I don't think that's, I don't think that's how it works. If, if your mom gets fucked by a new guy, you start to look like that guy. Did you learn that in health class? I think I'm starting to look like my dad's girlfriend, honestly, now that you mention it. <laughs> so, we've, uh, we've finally reached our event of the week. Uh, they have live entertainment at the big party, and I didn't recognize her, but it's uh, it's St. Vincent. Do you guys uh, know uh, St. Vincent at all? No. No. I, I definitely recognized her. I would not have been able to say from where, but I also did look it up because <clears throat> it looked so familiar. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've, I've yeah. heard of them. I'm, not a, I'm certainly not a big fan. You know, I've heard, I like, I'm not a huge fan. I, 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 you know, I don't it wasn't bad. I, was, I mean, I, I enjoyed it. Um, I'm just more of a, a Jimmy guy myself. <laughs> uh, not not a fan of her from this era, but uh, I, I'm a big fan of her 2017 album, uh, Mass Education, and or Ma- Mass Seduction. Sorry, not Education. Uh, Mass Seduction. And that, that because uh, friend of the pod, Lita, recommended that album to me back in the day. And I was listening to that for, it's got some good, produced by a uh, good friend, Jack Antonoff. Uh, okay. It's got some, got some bops on it. It's a really good, uh, it's a really good album. I was going to say, that just made me think about Jack, so it's okay. gonna, it makes sense. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, he's got some songwriting credits on that album as well. So it's, I, I am, a, I don't know any other albums by Saint Vincent, but I, I am a fan of that one. So uh, a big get from Gossip Girl here. Um, and where were we? So Serena Blair and the Royal Minder show up. Uh, Serena wants to know why she's dressed in like something resembling her high school uniform, and Blair isn't. And Blair's like, oh, because you said your last good Valentine's Day was high school, and I didn't want to take you to an actual Constance party because that's wrong on so many levels. So I just brought you to a simulation. I mean. They're juniors in college right now. So, yes, it would be sad if they showed up to a high school party, but it wouldn't be, like, the most unheard of yeah. thing. I think it's funnier that they're essentially having, like, a high school reunion right now as juniors yeah, in yeah. college. Uh, a a two-and-a-half-year high school reunion. <laughs> <laughs> Remember these guys? <laughs> um, so, Serena feels strange. Blair tells her to trust her. Um, the trio gets into the elevator, and Blair's uh, babysitter here realizes that, isn't this your ex-boyfriend's hotel, uh, and we're here on Valentine's Day? And she starts to lecture Blair, but Blair's like, listen, uh, we're just dropping by before the cardiac ball. Chuck's not a threat. And uh, she's mid-speech about how this isn't a big deal, and the door opens, and Chuck is right there, and Blair, a- everything stops. Like, time stops here, and Blair's like, what are you doing? And he says, I was just leaving. 
enjoy your evening, ladies, in the most sad way possible. Mm. And then Blair's like, see, told you we're friends now. Like, as if that proved anything. Her eyes eyes are just, like, so sunken. Mm. She's just, like, clearly, it's like she's seen a ghost. It's like, yeah, "Yeah, I don't have any feelings for him at all. (laughs) See, friends. That's how friends Friends. act. It is crazy (laughs) that this this woman uh, is upset with Blair for wanting to come here because this is, like, a high school party for her and that they're all her friends. And also, like, sure, it's at the Empire, but this is, like, where all her friends hang out, too. I, right. I, I know it's Chuck, but still. You tell you tell her, Brendan. I'm pissed off at that royal pain Fuck in the US, ass, if I will. You know what I'm saying? That royal pain. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at the big party, people are playing a spin the bottle and using it as an excuse to make out with people of the same gender, a, a time-honored tradition. <laughs> Gossip Girl going, going all out on the same-sex makeouts this episode. They're trying to make up for uh, the years and years of not doing that. Yeah, we never got to see Eric kiss anyone. Is that true? That's kind of crazy. Oh, everyone, Not a single kiss, oh, man. Everyone's just making it. Name oh, Jonathan? I don't, I don't think we've ever seen Eric and Jonathan kiss. Wow. They just kind of tousle each other's hair. <laughs> Which is maybe better. Who's a good gay boy? I think he's saying that <laughs> is that Rufus to Eric? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Ever since Rufus started fucking Lily, Eric starts, <laughs> it just looks like Rufus. <laughs> <laughs> hey Eric, you're looking like me these days. You know what I'm saying? It's <laughs> a good theory. <laughs> Eric's like, I'm, I'm sure that I have no idea what you're saying. Rufus. <laughs> so, um, Essie makes fun of Blair for bringing them to uh, such a classy party, and Blair's like, "We'll be leaving soon." Um, again, uh, I, I am trying to think why why Blair agreed to be here. Is it? Actually, to take the pressure off of Dan and Serena, that doesn't make sense. How long is she supposed to stay before she's allowed to leave? So the the premise doesn't make sense, but I'm also trying to figure out why Blair agreed to it. Like, why why is Blair here? I, I don't know. I, I don't know why she I agreed. Think she agreed to like help a little bit more. But it doesn't make sense. Together. Why? Like Dan's like, I'm so shy. Not that it would be easier for them to just hang out. If it wasn't like that, her, Dan, being, Dan being like, hey, Serena, come as my date to this party, right? Like, but Serena's there too, so we're all just, uh, Blair's there too, so we're yeah. all just hanging. You I know, mean, two episodes ago, Serena yeah. said to Dan, I, I love you. <laughs> Do you think they'd be able to hang out <laughs> together as dates? Yeah. Um, all right, so Esty can't wait to get to this party, so she's going to wait downstairs uh, where people aren't wearing plaid or eating jello. What a what a read on plaid. You were just saying how you yeah. were gonna wear your plaid shorts for this party. I'm on it. <laughs> uh Lola is in fact catering this party. And it seems weird that like we already mentioned it's weird that there's a Valentine's Day party that's getting catered. Uh but also this is supposed to simulate a high school house party. But I mean I guess Upper East Side, maybe they did use to cater their high school parties back in the day. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I guess so. That could be. <laughs> She is uh, so annoyed to see Nate, so he puts the charm back on. He's like, don't give me that look. You said you didn't want, want a party at a spectator, and this isn't the spectator. I love your Nate, char- a- your Nate charm voice. It's <laughs> hilarious. He's, just, he's being such a charming stalker. <laughs> I think well, if you can be a stalker, you might as well be charming. Yeah. Um, Lola just ignores him, so Nate follows her and says, uh, you know, come on, I did a good job addressing your concerns. We're not on a cheesy Valentine's Day date. Uh, you get to see my world up close. You don't have to miss work. And it's like, Lola didn't tell him to address her concerns. She told him no. And it's even weirder now, too, because now he's essentially paying her. Like, I'm paying you to be yeah. here now. That's <laughs> yeah. even more of a yeah, power it's... dynamic. Yeah, but 
Ola does smile as she walks away, so it's okay. It's all good. It's going to get tipped very I mean, well. Maybe she'll even get the whole thing. I'll tell you what. Oh, this is a much different episode hey, if, Lola hey. if Lola doesn't if Lola doesn't <laughs> think she gets paid or just the tip <laughs> actually doesn't get paid at all for this hell yeah brother anyway <clears throat> Dan comes in with Charlie uh, which was not part of the plan uh, but he tells Charlie she has to say hello to Serena because uh, she would kill Dan if she knew he saw her and didn't drag her upstairs uh, Charlie tries to protest but Dan says it's too late and calls over Serena and Serena's just like where have you been for the past three months and I gotta say if my supposed cousin, who I felt very close to, ghosted me for three months, I'll admit I'd be handling this a lot worse than Serena is, so I'll give her props for that. Yeah, I, I, everyone should be much more confused uh, and be like, wait, 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 what the fuck is going on? Because she also showed up into their lives in a weird way in the first place, so I would, like, I would just be sketched out. Her explanation makes no She doesn't even give an explanation, I feel no. like, for, for every, every time. <laughs> She's like, I'm here because I want to give Lily the explanation. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> so. Oh, in that uh, case, Charlie, great where, to see you. Yeah, see you around. Charlie where, <laughs> Charlie, where have you been? Oh, I've been taking care of your mother. By the way, she's dying. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you've been doing a bad job? <laughs> Thanks, for <dro> <laughs> Thanks for dropping by. Um, so, uh, Charlie is does say she felt overwhelmed and, and guilty about the car accident since uh, Chuck and Blair were leaving her party when it happened. Uh, so she went back to Florida. And Charlie says she shouldn't be here now. She just came to apologize to Lily on her way to catching a flight. And Serena tells Charlie not to worry about it because she'll text her mom. Uh, but first, Charlie, you need to tell me all about these past three months and what it's like living with Carol again. And I got to get just flight, get... or someone's got to get your flight, and you got somewhere to be in a timely manner. But tell me about your last three months. Let me hear tell all about me it. What's going on. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dan runs into Blair, and Blair yanks Dan's tie off because uh, Serena really digs the outsider thing. Uh, also, it didn't work for Dan in high school, and it doesn't work now, according to Blair. Um, maybe this did you uh, did you pick this episode, Charles, because uh, you, you loved your time at high school parties back in the day. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> maybe, maybe there was something cathartic about it for me. I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, Blair's plan is for uh, Dan to take Serena somewhere quiet, like Nate's room. And Dan stops her because he claims he can't go through with it. And Blair's like, oh, it's so cute. You're so nervous. Uh, clearly, not feeling jealous at all that she thinks Dan is into another girl. Like, you'd think we'd be seeing signs of it now that Blair's into Dan but no that's why it feels like it comes out of nowhere at the end where, I don't know like, I guess I can kind of Dan feel it a little like her she's trying to hide it and by like like saying the exact opposite I guess I I I, well yeah because then she's going to be uncharacterly nice to Dan now she's like you know Serena already likes you so you have nothing to worry about just be your charming wonderful self like you've been with me all year uh, which was a pretty sweet thing of her to say and the way and, she uh, the tie was a little bit sexual yeah I guess so all Dan cares about is that Blair called him wonderful. And she's like, are you kidding me? Look at everything we've been through together. You kept it a secret when I found out I was pregnant. You shielded me from the world so I could deal with my paternity test. And you brought me to a priest at my darkest hour. You wrote Louis' vows for him. And then you saved me from my own wedding. Do I need to go on? And uh, this is why they are and should continue to be great best friends. Because Dan is wonderful if he was doing all that for a friend. With the exception of Louis' vows. That was weird. That was, that was a weird yeah, thing yeah. that happened. <laughs> it's weird that she doesn't think it's weird. Yeah, but if Dan was doing that because he secretly wanted to be with Blair and was hoping to get something in return, then it, like, changes everything completely for me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You can't, whole, you can't, like, there, you can't be for not, you know, opposite sex friends and Gossip Girl. Come on. Well, yeah, of course <laughs> like, yeah. Everyone's got to touch at some point. <laughs> I'm, like, yeah. applauding Dan for being such a good friend, but if he's just no. doing it because he wants to 
win her over. I was having so, a similar feeling when I was watching this too. I'm like, well, and you're, the list of things you're going off on Blair seemed like Dan had it an ulterior motive the entire time. Like he was never just does, being a nice yeah. guy. Right. And it, it like ruins the friendship for me almost. So uh, Blair asked Dan if he's that guy, if he's that guy with Serena, how could she not love you? Uh, kind of implying that since Dan was that guy with Blair, you know, Blair must love him too. But again, you shouldn't only be a great guy to women that you are in love with and you shouldn't expect people to fall in love with you just because you're a great guy to them. Mm. I know people like that. Who? Name names. Um, I won't. They might have been a guest in the show. <laughs> we'll, sa- we'll save it for the for the patron podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Another reason to become a patron now. You'll hear the name. You'll hear it. It oh. might be your name. <laughs> uh, Blair. <laughs> Blair. <laughs> I hope not. That'd be crazy. Not yours. I mean, I'm talking to the listener. <laughs> oh. oh, okay. <laughs> you got me sweating there for a second. Um, I mean, if your name's Zach, it's a good chance that. Uh, <laughs> good chance yeah, not only here. there's a lot of Zachs in the Patreon, uh, there's like probably half of our listeners on this show are also Zachs. <laughs> so uh, Blair asked Dan if he's going to make his move, and I thought Dan was just going to start making out with her, and I think so did Georgina, because he gets a text from Gossip Girl telling him to kiss Blair right now. Do it! Kiss her right now! Uh, I'm going to start randomly sending that text to people at parties. Who <laughs> <laughs> over there in the air? <laughs> yeah, do it! Kiss her right now! Right, Regina's she's behind a closed door! She's got eyes everywhere. <laughs> she's behind a closed door, actually. You know, your spies are good, but... I mean, come on. You actually have done this before. When I was at the wedding, I was talking to my dad, and you're like, kiss him. Kiss Don already. <laughs> it's yeah, like, well, like, where are you? I thought it would be cute. I thought it would be cute. <laughs> it would have been a nice kiss. Especially, like, right after the father-son dance. That would have been. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's enjoying the father-son. It's a cute little funny moment. And then all of a sudden, we just like, start making out at the end of it. Wow. Oh, God. <laughs> Ren, you're, you're way too close with your family. <laughs> I don't think he would like that. My, my <laughs> sisters would think it's funny. I mean, I, I, I'm surprised that's not a plot on Gossip Girl, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The farthest they went was the uh, the the Lord Marcus uh, stepmother. Stepson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, yeah. Um, Blair finds Serena talking to Charlie, and <laughs> Blair dismissing Charlie with, Charlie, welcome back, with the least bit of fanfare ever was, like, actually another contender for my joke of the episode. It made me laugh <laughs> so hard that Blair could not care less that Charlie has randomly come back after being missing for three months. Everyone else is like, Charlie, where have you been? And Blair's just like, Charlie, welcome back. There's a lot of times where Blair almost, like, she speaks for the current audience of the television show. It's, it was so funny. The nonchalance of Blair. Um <laughs> So Blair asks Serena if they can talk, and Serena tells Charlie to call her the minute she gets back from Europe and as she goes to talk with Blair. Uh, kudos again to Serena for not being mad at Charlie at all. Like, this seems like something that Serena would hold a grudge about. You didn't call me for three months. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess she's just more confused than anything else, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, someone else notices Charlie, gives her a hug, but then someone else notices her, not as Charlie, but as Ivy. And Lola comes over loudly saying Charlie's real name, trying to get her attention. Uh, Ivy just stares at her, and the real Charlotte is like, it's me, Charlotte Rhodes, we took that acting class together. And Ivy now has to choose like immediately how she's going to play this, which uh, she was obviously not prepared to do, so she has to be very quick on her feet here. And she pretends to be happy to see Charlotte, ask what she's doing here, and Lola's like, I was about to ask the same question. So, uh, uh-oh, this can't Ugh. be good. Like, it's, we've had Ooh. similar scenes before, but now that's like, here's the person that you're impersonating is in the same room as you now. <laughs> Literally talking to you and being like, I know you. Yeah, but it definitely loses its steam a little bit just because we've had this scene so many times where it's like Charlie's whole thing has become uh, people find out who I am. Or like there's a scene of like Ivy being found out. 
Pie's like, oh, hey, yeah, I know no, you. I know it's your old self. They, will they, won't they find out? They've sort of found out. Here's how I got out of that. Like, it's, yeah, just, yeah, it's, yeah. Just all, it's exhausting with her. We've been sure. dragging this out for a while somehow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. By, by keeping her off the show for 10 episodes. Well, yeah. It's been four. Relax. Five, six. <laughs> you can't just start counting. <laughs> that works. Seven. They were getting close to that. Then. That was right. Blair and Serena. Blair tells Serena that Dan is looking for her. Uh, Serena's not buying it, but Blair says that that was her big surprise. And again, I mean, far be it for me to feel bad for Serena, but this is pretty cruel to poor Serena. Uh, again, Dan feels like he has no choice, but uh, you know, I guess he shouldn't have sent in that video in the first place and he wouldn't be in this mess. Yeah, the video itself is very telling. Yeah. So Blair tells Serena that Dan thought their lunch date went great and wants to explore things further. And so she announces uh, she's going to leave, but wants Serena to go find Dan. Uh, but there's Blair a thing with Dan, with Dan. Like, I, he probably like hasn't really made up his mind and still loves both. Of, you know, wants both of them. <laughs> like probably. that's the thing <laughs> yeah. about Dan. Yeah. Right? He's just like he's so flip floppy, especially when it comes to Serena. Like I feel like part of him does want like Serena to still be into him for that when right. he's back into her. Like, he'd, be, yeah, he'd, be, he'd be annoyed if she wasn't into him right now. Blair's just like his yeah, current exactly. flavor. Exactly. So Dan texts Gossip Girl that he's not kissing Blair, and uh, he tries to hear where the message is coming from. Uh, why is Georgina making the rookie move of not putting her phone on silent? And it's the the it's text sound is like making multiple ever. rings for each yeah, text. Yeah, it's like bring, 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 like. <laughs> Least favorite Jesus. moment, Georgina. I mean, Georgina is a master planner. Every single part of the plan is like thought out. She's right taken over right. Gossip Girl. She done it, and she doesn't think about turning her phone on. Come on, I mean, come hey, on. Since I've had an crazy. iPhone in this year, 2011, I've always had it on at least vibrate at the, at the like the loudest. Yeah, my phone is, has never been on ring mode ever. It is yeah always on vibrate. Yeah, I think so, I only like people over 60 have it on like literally volume. <laughs> yeah. Which is weird. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why that's a thing. I guess old people can't feel vibrations. Yeah, I don't know. I, don't know. I um, have mine doing the disturb at all times. Yeah, because you're a fucking loser. So, <laughs> got him. <laughs> Dan keeps texting Gossip Girl so he can investigate, and he hears the alert coming from the bedroom right next to him. And he opens the door and sees Georgina sitting on the bed texting him. Uh, again, it's like either she just moved into the bedroom very recently, or she somehow was able to spy on Dan and Blair from behind these walls. And Dan confronts her and is like, you're a gossip girl? And Georgina's uh, clearly flustered here, tries to play it off uh, like it's the most ridiculous thing she's ever heard. But Dan simply texts her again and her phone goes off again. And so she has to come clean. (laughs) It is pretty She says she's not. It is, yeah. Uh, She says she's not gossip girl. She's just working for gossip girl and it's harder than she thought. And Dan uh, tries to bring down the hammer here. He's like, listen, your blackmailing days are over. If you tell anyone that I leaked the video, I'll tell everyone that you're gossip girl's henchman. And I feel like Dan has a lot more to lose in this scenario, but yeah, yes, like he has the upper hand. But I, I, I guess Georgina cares. Yeah, about I don't that understand yeah. why Georgina is so worried about. Like everyone knows Georgina's a complete terrible right. schemer person. Like yeah. no one what trusts she... you anyway. And it seems like this is a, a gig she ran into like a, a few episodes ago. Like this isn't like her whole world and nothing she's been building up to for forever. She's just like, oh, I guess I'll do this right now. Sounds <laughs> fun. A hobby, yeah. I mean, I guess obviously Dan has to try this at least. Um, but Georgina thinks Dan's overreacting. Uh, she's just trying to help Dan by finally getting to kiss Blair. And again, this whole time I'm wondering, what is Georgina's end goal? But Georgina's like, I just can't handle the ex- lack of action any longer. I-, I really think Georgina's just like very bored these days. She's going through chaos with girls. Yeah, maybe Georgina is Josh Wars and is like he's, he's pissed off at the writers. Like, you've been making a boring, shit-ass show. Please spice <laughs> it up by putting me in it. 
please. Um, so it's Georgina also quick, real quick, where... crazy that uh, Georgina essentially tells Dan what to do, and, and it's like kind of like what he shouldn't do. And he's like, you know what? That's actually a good idea, Georgina. I'm going to go kiss Blair now. Oh, Blair's 100% responsible for the kiss. Yeah. She's like, Blair wants to kiss you too. Uh, the fact that you haven't done it already, it would be shocking if it wasn't yeah. you. And so Blair comes into the room, notices Dan with Georgina of all people, and is like, what is going on? And so Dan's like, uh, you know, nothing. Georgina's just leaving. And Georgina leaves, says the party's too, so 2007 anyway. And I was like, I can't believe Georgina's not staying, but she actually does stay because she's right behind the door ready to take a picture, which she she showed me there. And mm. so um, Blair is here because uh, she needs to give Dan his tie back. And also she needs to ask him one thing. I sent Serena to look for you. Am I just setting her up for disappointment? And Dan's like, do you want me and Serena to get back together? And Blair tells him that she just wants him to be happy. And again, I think that's incredibly sweet if it's something that she's saying to a friend that she wants him to be happy. Mm-hmm. And Blair orders Dan to tell her what would make him happy. And that's when Dan leans in to kiss her. And again, Georgina gets all the credit for this happening, which in my mind is not a good thing. So, uh, yeah. But Blair kisses back this time, which is a bad look for her after telling her best friend Serena to go after Dan. Uh, you know, I, But you know, I guess if Dan's kissing you like that, you don't ask questions. The first couple of pecs, I think <laughs> Blair looked a little confused. Like She like looked back and yes, like, yeah, eyes open and was like, should I be doing this? But I guess the fact that she continued yeah, on. Yeah, I think the kiss, is, the kiss is really well done. I think you can see like every emotion that Blair's actually like mm-hmm. feeling, like surprise. Should I? And then like letting her feelings. You know, she clearly has some feelings for Dan that have been there for a while. Yeah. Leighton Meester's a great kiss actor. Mm. I don't know about everything else, but certainly, <laughs> certainly. <kissing. laughs> So, uh, Georgina opens the door with Serena right behind her, and Georgina snaps a pick. Uh, I don't know how Georgina orchestrated this, but she did it. She she got. I guess this is what she wanted, and and she yeah. she made it happen. Uh, and you're just waiting like, the whole on. the whole conversation. You're waiting for Serena or someone to walk into this. Yeah, I think she went to go get Serena to tell her to like yeah come bring here. her in the room yeah, come, or something. Check this out. Serena, come with yeah, me. Yeah. Come with me. Yeah. yeah, you gotta see what's happening. Uh, so Blair turns around. Georgina runs away. Dan runs after her. And Serena looks at Blair, heartbroken. Uh, Serena, very upset about Blair kissing Dan. I think that this also Dan says a lot Blair? about Dan, too, is that he runs after Georgina, not, like, to not, say sorry yeah, to not Serena. To yeah. Yeah. He's got the one-track mind. He's he's after Georgina right now. Yeah. Tough look. So, St. Vincent's still performing, and Chuck is doing his specialty of drinking alone at the hotel bar. Uh, Alessandra finds him and is so excited to meet the one and only Charlie Trout drinking by himself on Charlie Valentine's Trout. Day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Chuck asks if he knows her and she sits next to him and makes herself comfortable uh, she tries to get Chuck to buy her a drink and he just stares at her so uh, she asks him to invite her up to his room and Chuck says thanks but maybe last year which got her there uh, leaving Alessandra feeling like an idiot it's really weird that Alessandra is so horny for a book character yeah this is what happens to me whenever I go to the bar alone too I had to tell these people maybe last year maybe before last I was married year. yeah even Alessandra's like what is wrong with me <laughs> I thought she was up to something too. I was like, "What was it? she worked for Georgina too?" Because this is very, uh, very. Well, she's in love with the, with the book character Charlie. Trout. I guess so. Who wouldn't be hot and bothered? Yeah. <laughs> so was the entire public at the time, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. So Blair's trying to defend herself to Serena. She says she was trying to get them back together because she thought that's what they both wanted. This would be a lot more believable if Serena didn't just see them kissing. <laughs> Like, yeah, how, a little bit. How is that your your defense there? Not bad. I was bad trying to defense. get you guys back together. I was kissing Dan <laughs> to get him with you. <laughs> I was trying to show him how bad I was that he'd want to kiss you. <laughs> See, doesn't it suck? You have so much more chemistry with Serena. 
<laughs> Blair hired those same actors. Yeah, right, kissed other women too. Which <laughs> you guys do not have. You guys are not a lovely couple. You know not only been together. <laughs> boo, boo them with me, honey. Boo. <laughs> right before I married her, I kissed that. her best friend. <laughs> <laughs> And I dated all her other friends, too. <laughs> I, I love these high school parties. <laughs> it's like 54 years ago, honey. <laughs> so, um, Blair claims it's not her fault that Dan kissed her, and Serena says uh, that Blair sounds like she's still in high school, and Blair points out that Serena's the one wearing her high school uniform, which Blair told her to wear. Blair's got, so she's, Blair's got nothing to stand on right now. Yeah, I know. I, 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 that's uniform. my favorite player, though. I yeah. think that's yeah. my favorite. It's just defensive as hell, just throwing anything at the anything wall and got. attacking instead of admitting you're wrong. Yeah. I, I love when players like that. And Serena thinks this is about Blair not believing her about the sending of the video in. And then also it's like, did you just want to take away something that mattered to me? Which, oh, God, Serena, give up the damn thing. Come on. You were so self-aware earlier, and I was like, yeah. yeah. It's, very, um, it's obviously very far gone now, Serena, so I just let it go. Yeah. Yes. Dan's kissing yeah. Georgina right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're done that. The only, way to, they're done that. the only way to stop her. Yeah. <laughs> the only way to stop her from posting the videos is to start making out with her. Um, so Serena asked Blair if Blair even cares about Dan. <laughs> um, Serena can't believe they're fighting about this and she says that uh, they say two people can only fight about the same thing until it breaks them apart so uh, now Dan of all people is going to break this friendship up uh, Serena storms off uh, SD comes in the room and tells Blair they have to go Blair couldn't agree more it's like no, really we're going to have a love triangle now with Blair, Serena and Dan come on uh, I, don't, I don't know I think it's everything's broken up now I don't think anyone loves anyone anymore the friend group is in shambles Bring Louie back. <laughs> I, will, I will kiss you with Serena. Don't well, there worry. is a love triangle right there. With, uh, <laughs> Estee. Oh, yeah. That's so stupid. <laughs> I was like, why do we bring this girl in at all? This is weird that she's here. And like, by the end of the episode, I like, go, all right. I guess that's why. Okay. This is me. Sure. Uh, this is me covering one, <laughs> of, our, one yeah. of our faces. On the, the YouTube, you can't exactly tell what you're trying to do, but I guess the sentiment is there. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Which one are you covering up? I'll never Charles? tell. <laughs> I'll never tell. <laughs> so, I hate having guests. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Ivy and Lola here. Uh, Lola is telling Ivy what she's been up to. They're actually sitting down next to each other in the middle of this party. And this whole time, I'm screaming at Ivy to leave before someone blows up her spot. Like, what is she doing? I would have thought she would have seen Lola Get out and of there. Like, like, jumped out a fucking window. Honestly. Get the fuck yeah. out of you can't be talking to yourself right now. You can't you <laughs> Rule can't. number one. That's they, no one can see you doing this and Very you're in a party. They'll definitely figure it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, do, I do love that naked. Like, no, 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 no. That's Charlie Brooks. Like <laughs> that's Charlie. <laughs> you don't know. That's Charlie. No, you're Rose. Lola. That's Charlie Rose. <laughs> Lola? Charlie. <laughs> Lola asks Ivy if she's acting out here, and Ivy's like, eh, kind of. I got this one part, it paid really well, but it took a lot longer than expected, and it was way more complicated. Uh, well, well, I got said. this one part, I was, I, was, I was paid by all of your money, I think. <laughs> yeah, I got this one part, people gave me all the money that you were owed, uh, it was great. <laughs> you have no more trust funds, sorry about that. <laughs> this is when Nate comes over and tells them they look alike and could be sisters, and this is why Ivy needs to get the fuck out of there. Yeah. Uh, all it takes is Nate to call her by the name he thinks is hers or just like find out what 
the girl, like the Scarlet he's obsessed with Lola, like what her last name is for him. Just, I mean, he probably won't put the pieces together, but um, someone. I mean, will. yeah, if and, Nate's gonna go out of his way to like bribe someone to get her number, like how has he not done more yeah, the last name, research on her? Like, the, the la- out, yeah, right. out who she yeah, is. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. The last name hasn't come up yet. Like he doesn't know she's a Rhodes. Um, and so Nate comes over, and uh, well, Nate's already over, and so. At this point, Lola tells Ivy that her mom used to say the same thing. Uh, he's like, you remember my mom, don't you? And I was like, uh, no, nope, I have no idea who your mom is. Uh, it's getting late, I should go. And Lola tries to exchange numbers with her, but she keeps going. And again, all Nate needs to do is be like, you know Charlie? Or, or like, find out Lola's last name. And so Nate thinks it's an apology is in order after her, I'm not comfortable in your world talk because uh, Lola totally knew someone at his Nate party. Nate is First owed all, an apology for sure. not in your world, Nate. <laughs> also, like, you <laughs> know. Amazing Lola impression by Nate. Better than any of our impressions, for sure. Um, and and also, like, just because she knew one person at a random party does not mean Nate is vindicated. That's what I'm saying. Here. She's a complete outsider. She's not in the yeah. world at all. She's from yeah. Florida. She's the cousin of one of the people. Yeah. Like, yeah. I knew it. You love rich people. So, um, Lola tells Nate, uh, yeah, I guess you're right, but why was Ivy Dickens here anyway? And this is exactly why Ivy should not have been here, uh, but also should have gotten out of there as soon as possible. So Nate explains, oh, oh no, that's my... That's, that's not Ivy Dickens. <laughs> yeah, <yes>. No, <laughs> that's my friend's cousin. That's Charlie Rhodes. And I was like, what? what? Charlie Rhodes? And he's like, yeah, you didn't know? Apparently her mom's a crazy woman down in Florida. She made her go by the name Ivy Dickens growing up. Uh, that must have been when you know her. But uh, after last spring, she moved here to live with her family, and she got to go by her real name. I, I she looks like this and brings out the crusty playbill. Oh, you're so mom. stupid. You are so stupid. You knew her when <laughs> she was so Ivy. Dumb. She's not Ivy. She's Charlie Rhodes. You're you know dumb the and you love family? rich people. I, let me tell you about the Rhodes family. <laughs> <laughs> he brings out the Rhodes family tree. Yeah. <laughs> also, I guess, does, this didn't come up last week. Maybe it should have. Does Lola not know she's Serena's cousin? Because she was with Serena last week. I don't think she uh, does. She, she did not, not know Serena. But like, no, she she, her mom has kept her away from the family for all these years. And yeah, yeah. No, but. No, she's Serena's cousin, but she hasn't seen Serena in years. No, but, but Serena's like a famous with... person, essentially, though. So you... Right. That's what. I, so that's what I'm saying. So she kn- not she... really, not for like an out, not for Albany, only in this, in like the Upper East Side, like scene. Serena's not like actually famous. Okay, so I get because I'm saying does she, does she know she has a cousin named Serena Vanderwoodson? Because if yes. she does, I think definitely she yes. was with. Definitely, yeah. She was. She must not. Right. She must be so disconnected from the Upper East Side world that she doesn't know who Serena Vanderwoodson is, even though Serena's like... in Florida and then moved to New York to be, like, an actor and, like, you know, you're not going to be connected to this world at all. She is a semi-famous socialite with a a blog. Um, But also, she was with Serena last week. I guess Serena's name never came up. Like, oh hey, I'm Serena Vanderwoodson. Like, I because that would even, even just like yeah, yeah, yeah. hearing her name is Serena and knowing that you have a cousin in New York, maybe we'd be like, and they look exactly alike. Are you my cousin? <laughs> and, they, and, the, and she's right. blonde and and the same age. Cousin? Yeah, right. You know. He knows she's rich. Yes. So that's yeah. That's what I was. Questions that are that I don't have answers. <laughs> right. That, that's that's what I was a little confused about. But uh, um, did you think? Uh, I mean, obviously, no one's spot has been blown up yet. But, Brent, did you think this is how Ivy would ultimately be found out by the real version of herself? I thought so, maybe just a little bit, because the way she had been gone for, for those 10 episodes she had been on for. And she'd been gone. Uh, it felt like, oh, she's back now to write her <laughs> off the show. That's what it kind of was right. thinking. That's main, she's the main character, baby. So, 
Ivy confirms that, uh, or Lola, sorry, confirms that, oh, her real name's Charlie Rhodes. And it's like, yup, yup, Charlie Rhodes, why? Um, and Lola doesn't say anything. Like, I, I we, we see what Lola ends up doing at the end of the episode, but why didn't Lola be like, oh, Ivy's stealing my identity. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know how this hasn't come up yet. I don't know how this hasn't come up yet, Nate. But my name, my name's Charlie Rhodes. Like, and I know her from acting school. Like, something weird is going on. But instead, she doesn't say anything. I guess it's so weird that you're like you're flustered internally, and you're like, I don't know what to do about this yeah, right yeah. now. Yes, yeah. And she wants so, to figure it out herself and confront her, and like before, like before, mm-hmm. like she makes him fool. Or, you know, mm-hmm. that's I, yeah. I guess. So Georgina's attacking Dan. She's trying to get her phone back. It's very funny. Uh, Georgina, <laughs> Georgina gives up because she emailed herself the picture anyway. And then Dan just gives her phone back anyway because she can't do anything with it without getting outed as Gossip Girl spy. Um, so Georgina decides to re- reveal, I'm not Gossip Girl spy. I'm her. And then she says, watching Dan and Blair squirm was more fun than any damage one picture could cause. Um and she thinks it's hilarious that Blair and Dan can't do anything about their potential love for each other without destroying not only Blair's marriage, but her family's entire financial future. And Dan's like, what are you talking about? Uh-huh. And Georgina, Georgina fills him in about the prenup. And she says, if Blair hated you for being poor before, imagine how much she'd hate you for making her poor too. Classic. That's true. This is really funny. If, if this is the way that Gossip Girl ultimately actually goes down, it would be hysterical. It was like, it was Dan rustling Gossip Girl for their phone. <laughs> <laughs> and it takes it like... All right, I guess that's it. <laughs> I got the All right, phone. see ya. <laughs> yeah, are we going to talk about the, the big mystery of the show is revealed? Georgina is Gossip Girl? I mean, yeah. we got to talk about right. it. Yeah. Big, I mean, big deal. <laughs> we we thought until she was, just said last week that she was just filling in in her absence, but uh, <laughs> yeah. St. Vincent is still performing. Uh, Georgina marches straight up to Chuck and shows him the picture of Blair and Dan kissing. Uh, she doesn't fuck <laughs> around, and I love her Check for this it. Check this out. She, gets, she, she just goes right. First of all, did Chuck even know that Georgina was in town? The first thing she sees. I think this might be the first think this might be the first Chuck has seen Georgina, and she just comes in and just she puts the phone in his face. <laughs> and then, and Georgina, then she's like, so you know what to expect, you know? And then she's just like, and in your bedroom, no less, has she no decency? Anyway, happy Valentine's uh, they, Day. They were interacting <laughs> last week, for sure. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah That's still. true. First time he's seen her this episode, at least. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I love. She, and in your bedroom, no less. Have you no decent? Has she no de- decency? Anyway, happy Valentine's Day. Uh, the delivery, the the audacity, it, it's perfect. Um, and so and this one, I think it's just boat. like because she can. Like I guess there is yeah. a tie into everything else a little bit. Well, what a blow to Chuck. Uh, he didn't even realize Dan was in this race, and now he must be shattered. And uh, this is so. I mean, it feels like it's a new thing every week, but I guess this is now the thing that will keep Blair and Chuck apart. Yeah, yeah, which is even more frustrating. I I guess they needed something to keep them apart for longer to get to that end of the season, baby, you know. Um, I guess it wasn't enough that Blair is currently married to another. Yeah, I I guess not. (laughs) Because they told us that it was a loveless marriage, so I guess she could uh, have a little sugar on the side while while she's married in the meantime. (laughs) They are currently setting up another car crash as we speak for Dan to die in. Yep. <laughs> which is someone's Which is awkward because we know that Rufus is the one that kills the people in the car crash. He's like, I own son. Well, <laughs> well when I got into this go. business, I knew, <laughs> I knew this would be a possibility. <laughs> he's faithful to that job. 
<laughs> uh, Blair and Essie are leaving. Dan runs outside to talk to her. Uh, so uh, Blair asks Essie for a minute. And Dan asks Blair why she didn't tell him about the prenup and asks if that's why she went back with Louie. And it's like, yes, obviously. Like, <laughs> at this point, you, you figured it out, Dan, yes. Um, so Blair confirms yeah, that, that she was so obvious that I thought he'd do that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Blair confirms she can't risk her family's future. Uh, she has no choice but to stay trapped in her marriage for at least a year. And they kept mentioning this magic timetable of the year last week, too. And, uh, you know, obviously this is a fucked up thing. But I've come around on thinking this isn't even that big of a deal. Like, yeah, it sucks. Yeah. And Louis is the worst for doing this. But a year isn't that long no. in the grand scheme of things. And it, as you said, Louis will be in Monaco. You'll be here. He doesn't really. He, at, at the end of the day, if, if your uh, little Essie isn't catching you cheating, then you could probably just sleep around if you want. Just, just become besties with Esty. Oh, that was good. I didn't even mean to rhyme. That was really good. Write that down. Write that down. Just become besties with Esty. And, like, then you guys can just, you know, you have a new friend. She won't care if you're cheating. She wants to get with Louie anyway. Like, it, yeah, I feel like. Yeah, probably. So. This is a non-issue, I think. A year is not a long time. It's not. Get through it. I'm with you. So, all right, we're in the, we're in the same, we're, uh, we're on the same page here. Uh, so, uh, Blair tells Dan her feelings for Louis are all business, and so Dan asks, what about her feelings for him? Because that kiss wasn't like last year. Mm. She kissed back, and he felt it. Uh, but Blair tells me it doesn't matter what quick. he... What, what part of you is all business? What part of me is all business? Yeah. <laughs> That's a good uh... question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes you, you hear people that have like the party in the front, business in the back. Party in the front, business in the back, yeah. Um, my... I had, a, I had a mullet for a long time. <laughs> That's uh, all business in the background. <laughs> <laughs> I got business all over. Like, my, my hair is just all business. Of all I got business in the front, business in the back. You're not fucking around. No, I don't, I don't fuck around. I think most of I think I'm all, I'm all party. All party, baby. Party in the no front, business. party in the back. <laughs> He's no business, he's all party. <laughs> That's why we work. I'm glad, I'm glad I stopped you to talk about this. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I'm so, I'm so uh, very related to gossip. Girl. <laughs> so, um, Blair, uh, Blair says it doesn't matter what Dan thinks he felt because Serena is Blair's best friend, and she would never do anything to hurt her. And that must hurt for Dan to hear. Like I know I've been shitting on Dan, but knowing that Dan can't be with the person he's in love with because uh, a girl that he doesn't care about has dibs on him uh, must be, must be tough for him to yeah. hear. Yeah. And then he took a big swing here too, and it was just like, ah, sorry, it's not the right time. I'm actually, I actually never yeah. liked you. <laughs> yeah. So Blair apologizes for giving him the wrong impression, wishes him a happy Valentine's Day. Uh, no one's having a good Valentine's Day tonight, except for Georgina, obviously. Yeah, and uh, Dan's book. Uh, what, what do we call her? Alessandra. 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 Yeah. Uh, his editor, right? Editor. Gets, gets her way. I guess, yeah, by the end of the, by the end of night, she'll be having a great time. Um, speaking of Georgina, Philip is marveling to her about how she got everything she wanted, uh, and he tells her to use the picture, but Georgina is having second thoughts. She doesn't want uh, Dan to out her because she's not sure she's willing to give up being Gossip Girl over one little kiss, so she's still not going to reveal that. Uh, Dan knows... I think it's pretty how, fair. I mean, like, uh, yeah. I don't think this is a big enough bomb whatsoever, you know, in yeah. relation to some of the bombs that have been dropped on this show before. I yeah. mean, uh, this would be right. a very mid-tier bomb. And if, so. if she's as good as she says, point. like, she might be right that there there might be some uh, some coitus later on that she'll catch them in. Right. Pretty much she's like, yeah, listen, uh, Dan knows how Blair feels about him now, which means, uh, you know, the more they can't, the more they'll want to. So Georgina was predicting that it won't be long before they're fucking. Yeah, which I, I didn't think until she said this. Um, 
but now like whatever Georgina says kind of goes because she said she's Dan kissed Blair. It happened. Now yeah. she says Dan <laughs> fucked Blair. It'll happen. Exactly. <laughs> so, and speaking of which, Philip is digging the high school look, uh, and Georgina <laughs> is like, "Well, it's Valentine's Day, and you've been uncharacteristically." And characteristically helpful to yeah, me. Yeah, you're so, gonna say uh, this isn't the best part of the episode. And I, I don't know. Come on. She's willing to fool around with Philip. The way that she speaks yeah, yeah. this man, the level, the level of condescension. And I love how committed he is to her. Hey, down. He's just in it for the long haul. Yeah. This is pure romance. Man, this is, this the, is man, sweet. the man loves it. This is one yeah. of the better relationships yeah. we've seen on the show. This is the most functional relationship in the show. <laughs> it works. The least toxic relationship. Yeah. And that's when the baby starts crying, so Philip has to go to the baby again. Um, we hear the Gossip World voiceover as Georgina's typing. Uh, I know I promised you all I exposed a giant secret today, and I didn't deliver. But isn't that what Valentine's Day is all about? Hopes dashed, feelings hurt, relationships severed. Uh, I guess good save by Gossip. Like I'd be pissed if I followed Gossip Girl and did If you watch the YouTube, yeah, also, this, I'm going to expose a giant secret also just myself. Not what Valentine's Day is about. I feel like. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that what Valentine's Day is all about? Everyone hates everyone hates yeah. themselves. <laughs> um, we we see Blair go to Serena's room. Uh, this is like a little montage here with the Gossip Girl voiceover. Uh, Serena just disapprovingly stares her down, so Blair closes the door. Uh, Dan's walking the streets alone, symbolically steps on a little heart that breaks. Uh, Chuck that, taking that was the news. So fucking cheesy. <laughs> so dumb. Uh, Chuck is taking the news of Blair kissing Dan. Well, he's now in bed with Alessandra. Um, I, I was at first. I was like, I mean, why should he wait around for Blair when she's married and also clearly into someone else? Yeah. Uh, I, don't then, was, I don't know if he was necessarily waiting around. I thought he was just like bummed. No, I know. But at this point, it's like you gotta you gotta try to move yeah. on. But uh, Alessandra really comes out as a winner today. She had, she had one goal and she achieves it by the end. Yeah, and she didn't have to go to that meeting with Dan. <laughs> yeah. uh, and so Chuck tells her, you know, he's not only interested in her body, he's also interested in her work. And he asks her what it's like working as a book agent with his good friend Dan. Which is a weird thing to ask, like, mid-coitus. <laughs> Tell me about Dan while we do it. <laughs> <laughs> so it seems that uh, maybe Chuck is trying to get some dirt on Dan, which means I guess he hasn't given up on Blair after all. So I guess we'll find out what's going on there. Um this this is the part that got me. Essie is getting on her coat to leave, but before she does, she goes over to the framed picture of Blair and Louis on their wedding day, and she covers. <laughs> <laughs> it's less weird if she has a picture of herself. Seeing that face, and she puts a picture of his. But who cares? He's a picture. It's just like uh, Louis <laughs> married just... a hand. How cute. <laughs> <laughs> And then also what it implies. It's like, okay, so she's in love with Louis. First of all, why? Or does she want to kill Blair? You keep predicting murders, and they haven't happened yet. Rufus, change (laughs) I can't imagine anyone being in love with Louis. And then secondly, like, okay, are we supposed to care? Like, this is so fucking stupid. Everyone just has to be unhappy, I guess. Um you know, we, 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 we as as audience like want Louis to go we, away. We 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 yeah. we. we we as we audience. SD we we. Lola searches Facebook for Char- Charlotte Rhodes, and obviously Ivy's picture comes up, so she sends a friend request. So that should be interesting. I'd be scared. That's a scary friend request to get. Oh yeah, I love that move. By the way, like yeah, yeah. like yeah. oh, I know if her name is Charlie Rhodes on the Facebook, obviously. Yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah. I know. Yeah, it's you. Like <laughs> that should be interesting. Um, Ivy has returned home. A random lady asks how her errand went, and Ivy responds that she wasn't able to finish it. Uh, Ivy asks the lady how she is doing and if she's okay, and the lady responds that she's worried there's not much time left. 
And she says she really cares about you. Wouldn't stop talking about you while you were gone. Uh, Mrs. Rhodes is up right now if you'd like to talk to her. So Ivy goes to talk to her, and we see a framed picture on her bedside of her and Grandma Cece herself. <laughs> the only picture that Grandma Cece has. <laughs> and the lady goes up to the picture. I was going to just... say, pretty soon she's going to have to cover up Cece. <laughs> <laughs> Get used to what it looks like without Cece. <laughs> God, I look so good right now. <laughs> so uh, that's our episode, and uh, that's the big twist of the episode. Has... Has Ivy been taking care of Cece because she genuinely cares about her, or is this her next mark? Mm, or yes, maybe she's been getting medicine from uh, from the Baldwins. <laughs> maybe <laughs> the Baldwins <laughs> from Doctor Baldwin's, Doctor Billy Baldwin. <laughs> uh, what happens next? Any predictions? Um, I don't know. I, I guess Cece, she's a croaks man. She's toast, and then uh, Ivy gets uh, the the estate. And lives in the Hampton yeah. House forever. <laughs> Rufus runs over Cece with a car. <laughs> Doesn't even get a chance to die from whatever she's dying from. Rufus, Her... put me out of my misery. I assume she has a, misery, a big glitter is what's killing her, probably. <laughs> That's a good prediction. <laughs> Let's get into uh, some segments here. Let's do user review of the week. This week, straight away from Comedy Fan, because the Awesome Girl Wiki was going insane, and I picked what might be the most insane of the comments here. Uh, a fandom user on Valentine's Day itself on February 14th, 2012, commented, Alexandra, I think he means Alessandra, but he says, okay. Alexandra the slut, I fucking hate her oh, now. Oh, man. Enjoy, enjoy Chuck Bass now, bitch, because Blair and Chuck are endgame. I hope you get killed off by some, <laughs> I hope you get killed off by some with a car accident, bitch. Yeah. Surely you can see it. <laughs> Surely you can see it now. Chuck is just using you, you hag. You ain't pretty and look <laughs> oh so God. slutty. Hoping Georgina gets you, slut, whore, <laughs> ugly child of Satan. <laughs> Getting it's better. Oh my god. Ugly child of Satan. I'm gonna start using that in, in <laughs> my friends. I'm gonna start saying, hoping, child of Satan. Hoping Georgina gets you, slut whore, ugly child of Satan. <laughs> <laughs> um and then someone replied, I maybe a moderator. Uh, please no swearing. Thanks. <laughs> they didn't take the comment down. <laughs> they didn't no. say, please, please calm down. And then the, the person replied, "Geez, relax. <laughs> Please relax, slut. <laughs> slut whore. Of Don't you know Blair and Chuck Endgame? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> they took that really hard um, and blamed Alessandra for it. I don't know if I'm passionate Next about week, anything like what about, that. What about, no, why, what about no, you know, where are the curses for Dan? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I hope you get killed off by some with car accident, bitch. <laughs> it doesn't even make sense. <laughs> oh boy. Um, next week tough. the episode is called Crossroads, and Rhodes spelt like uh, like Rhodes, like uh, uh, as in Charlotte uh, Rhodes. You know, right, right, right. Yes, yes. Uh, Brendan, do you have any predictions based on the episode title? I guess this uh, Charlie Ivy thing comes to a head. Like like uh, it's been leading Crossroads. up to Roads. Crossroads. He, Could also be, says, mm, I wonder if John Mayer's going to be in this episode. He has a song called Crossroads. Yeah. <laughs> oh, maybe. Um, Anne's book is showcased by the Upright Citizens Brigade. And uh, now oh. I'm thinking I know why Sam requested to be on this episode. Uh-huh. Next week. Uh, some some <laughs> UCB theater next week. There we go. <laughs> you, got, you got a Sam appearance on the next episode? Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. Really great. 
Sam saw UCB in the uh, he's like, I'm in, in the episode, episode description. He said, "I'm coming on." It's a lot more logical. It's a lot more logical than me picking this episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's do the episode grades, uh, Brendan. You went first last week. I will go first this week, and I think. We definitely took a step back this week, unfortunately. Uh, the last two episodes before this, we were very, very high on. Um, I'll start with the good. Everything with Georgina, obviously, and everything, especially the group of spies that she randomly assembles, that was fun. Uh, the fake date with Serena and Dan is fun, especially Blair and Dorota spying on them. Uh, the twist at the end is decent, where we find out that Charlie has been living with Cece or whatever. Uh, it's it's good to have Ivy back, but like you were saying, the, the whole Charlie thing is nothing as of right now. It was just kind of her being frazzled the whole episode. So uh, it could be interesting to see where it goes with the Facebook requests of it all. Um, and then, like, a nostalgic high school party is a good idea, but that also doesn't go anywhere. We, we really could have done something with that. Uh, watching Nate stalk Lola all episode was annoying. Uh, Dan bouncing, or bouncing around from Serena to Blair was annoying. And then, I hate, I mean, not as much as the uh, the fandom user hated uh, Chuck and Alessandra, but I hated the Dan and Blair kiss. Like, they should be friends, not lovers. Cut it out. Uh, so, I, I have to say, because of that mainly, but also, you know, ugly everything else. Ugly fucking child of Satan. <laughs> yeah. <died>. Yes, <laughs> blood whore, ugly child of Satan. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I have to say that it's a below average episode, so I will give it a C minus. Uh, Brendan, what do you give the episode? Yeah, I, I think there's a lot of things here that I don't like the outcome of. Um, and I don't know if that's just me, my, my personal preference, but the episode was crazy and chaotic, like, like you would enjoy a Gossip Girl to be. Um, it had the makings of a gossip. It had the makings gossip of a gossip girl. episode. It was just not not particular for for me. There was also some some boring stuff, like you're saying, like the Charlie stuff was kind of boring. Um, I, I predicted last week that I was going to get over Georgina kind of quickly because she's usually a flash in the pan, like fun for uh, an episode, not multiple, like not a, like a little sequence like this. And she's actually carrying it right now, so good for her mm-hmm. for bringing the action. Um, but yeah, it was it was like half good, half bad, and then the the some of the good stuff turned into the bad dance stuff too. So I. I'm confused because I, I was enjoying a lot of it until uh, until the end. So I'm, I'm going to say that right down the middle. Give it a C. Okay, so Brendan gives it a C. Uh, Charles, are you in the C range as well, or uh, how did you feel about the episode? Yeah, I, my, I'm, I'm around there. I mean, I agree. I, I agreed. I'm a. I agree with you. The Dan stuff at this point has gotten like, like Dan goes from such an endearing character. I feel like in the early seasons, and then you're just like yeah. so over. The will they won't they with Serena and Blair even, but mostly with Serena at this point. Just like it's hard to like build up stakes for this entire episode when I feel like it's predicated on this like love triangle. When I feel like you are so over the fact that Serena and Dan were once in love five years ago, mm-hmm. and you know, and and here we are now. So that part of it I agree is super grating, and and I want less of that. Um, and I feel like the show just keeps going back to it over and over again the last five seasons. Um, <laughs> and but, but I think it's a little more whimsical and fun. Um, mm-hmm. I, the Georgina stuff, as everyone mentioned, but I think like the absurdity of all the plotting, um, the mistakes that are made in the plotting. Like I, I feel like most times there's like levels of schemes in the in the show. Their schemes are pretty good. And like, yeah, do they fall apart because of emotions and like decisions that happen? Yes, but like they're not just like bad plans that get exposed immediately. And I think almost everyone's plans this episode were just like immediately revealed as like bad plans or mistakes made in the planning. <laughs> There's Blair or Georgina or Dan or whatever. And nobody really gets like super burned for it. And I think that's kind of good and fun. Like I think that makes yeah. the episode like, oh, we're just this episode just about moving pieces around and not in a way that like really impacts things in a significant way right, yeah. um, outside of like the big reveal at the end, which I do really like um, because 
if you're gonna bring back a, a character like Ivy, like what the hell are we doing here? And then there needs to be a payoff for the fact that Ivy's back and what Ivy's been doing this entire time. So the fact that there is a hint at a, a payoff, um, I think is super interesting. And also, like you know, if, if CC is dying, that's gonna bring Lily back in the mix as a central character. So I think that's something exciting to look forward to. Yeah. So uh, I'll give it a what C is your plus all right, C so we're step-laddering. We're okay. step-laddering. We you know, I, the reason for C-plus, I think, is the standard in, in this range of... I, I, I don't remember the exact episodes, and I know you guys seem high on the last couple, but yeah, season five of Gossip Girl, in general, the standard for me is not the highest. So right, right. I, I, no, I think C-plus is... That's, that's true. I, I was watching this, like, we're deep into season five here, and I was watching it, enjoying it, and I'm like, when is this going to get, like, uncontrollably bad? I was waiting for it to really drop off. Yeah, like, I'm like, sure this is a watchable television right now. Like, I assume there's... I assume there's been some Fs along the way. No, really only I've much. only I've still only given one F. I think we've each given one F. Uh, I I, uh, I do think I, I'm saving probably most of my Fs for season six uh, is when the wheels are really starting yeah. to fall off. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, Saving you mentioned there was so many uh, right after this podcast. Tell you that much. Yeah. <laughs> like you were saying, Charles, the for all the moving pieces, like as obviously there is some uh, change with the whole Blair kissing Dan and how that affects things. But as far as like. Gossip Girl goes for everything that happened. The Goss Gossip Girl is still exactly in the same spot where it was. Like it's still Georgina. Uh, she's still not doing anything with the information that yeah. she got. Dan's not doing anything with the information he has. So that is interesting. Um, speaking of Georgina, my MVP for this week mm. uh, is Georgina. She's been in town for like a week, and yeah. she is running circles around everyone else. Uh, her plans don't make sense sometimes, but she's still able to cause chaos and then always capitalize on the chaos. So for the second week in a row, Georgina is my MVP. Brendan, who was your MVP? Yeah, same. Um, I have no one else to give it to, honestly. She's just been great. She, I, Like I said before, she has been carrying these last couple episodes. I thought I would get sick of her. I'm not sick of her. She's just getting funnier. That she's, I wish she was main cast at this point. She, she's a great, she would be a great main cast addition to this late season episode. Sure. All right. So that's two for Georgina. Like, NYU era Georgina is like yeah. pretty <laughs> awful and cringy. Mm. But. <laughs> The rest of Georgina, I kind of adore. <laughs> like, I like early Georgina, yeah. where it's just pure like evil chaos. I kind of really like, and I think, I think I like this kind of era as well. Yeah, um, it's just like that in between where she like falls for Dan. That's not. Yeah, it's not yeah, yeah I get at all. Man with you. Um, um my, my MVP has got to be the couple, oh. couple from the restaurant. I mean, come on, <laughs> okay. yeah. all right. I'm you are the only ones who nailed their performance. Blair did not nail, nail her fucking land, you know. <laughs> That's true. I Serena mean, Serena still bought, bought it even after she found out finds out a fake. She still That's bought the, uh, exactly. the fake. So we got to give them some credit, you know. Guess how many MVP points we have? Guess. <laughs> guess how many you were supposed to let them guess. You were supposed to. <laughs> I'm just so excited for them to be recurring characters. <laughs> Before MVP, it's a spoiler-free podcast, but <laughs> they're yeah, they're their main cast in season six. Like they play, they play yeah. a huge role. <laughs> All right, LVP. Um, on the flip side, like I said, Georgina's been in town for a week and she's running circles around anyone, everyone else. Ivy comes back to town for a few hours and completely blows her cover. Like, I know she couldn't have predicted that Lola would be catering the party that she got dragged into, but she should not have talked to her. And she stayed for way too long. That was really bad. So I have to give Ivy the LVP. Uh, Brendan, who is your LVP? Uh, that's a good one. My, my MVP, LVP is Dan. Um, Dan's yeah, been that's fair. frustrating, uh, especially kind of having that reveal that Dan's only been nice to Blair because he's trying to get in her pants. 
<laughs> is tough for me. <laughs> Ruins everything in the past. Um, he's been kidding himself for this long, and he kisses a married woman, and he's broken by the end of all, the, all of it. So you're a loser, Dan. You're a loser, Dan. Charles, who is your LVP? Yeah, it's hard to – I mean, Dan, Dan is just such a big part of this episode. It's hard not to say Dan, but I'll go with Nate. Uh, I That's think I was another one. On, I was looking at both Nate, Nate and Dan as well. Per minute on screen, Nate, the Nate's obtuseness to what the hell's going on in every single aspect of <laughs> Dan's what's going on with Dan, and obviously all the all the Lola stuff is just really tough. And I, yeah. I know it's par for the course of Nate, for Nate, and we're supposed to like love him as this endearing like blockhead. But it, this episode felt especially like he was just way out of touch with yeah. what was going on in people's emotions. Yeah, I'm with you. I was also looking at Dan and Nate, so glad that everyone that I was looking at each got an LVP for this episode. Worked out perfectly. Much like Georgina, everything went according to plan for me. Um, <laughs> that does it for the segments, except, of course, for everyone's favorite segment, Lonely Boys Theater. You are now listening to Lonely Boys Theater. And speaking of obtuse Nate, we will be doing the scene where uh, Lola and Ivy are talking to each other, and then uh, Nate drops by as well. So now Charles will be perfect. Charles will be Nate. Uh, Brendan, do you want to be real uh, Charlotte or fake Charlotte? Hmm. Do you have a preference? I don't really have a preference. I kind of like two sides of the same coin. Me neither. I mean, I'll be I'll be Ivy. I I like. (laughs) You can be Lola. Yeah. They do look like Lola, if you want. Uh, I'll, I'll take Ivy. Uh, Charles will be his boy, Nate. Uh, is everyone, does everyone have their script in front of them? Yes. Oh, yes. All right. So you guys Lola... haven't memorized? You're not, you guys are not off script? Yeah. Not script. <laughs> no, no, we're, we're not off script. We're not off book we, we memorize every transcript of every episode. <laughs> uh, Brendan, Lola, take it away whenever you're ready. The last thing my mother ever wanted was for me to be an actress, let alone live in New York City. So I applied to Juilliard behind her back. Now, well, she thinks I'm busy rushing sororities in Michigan State, and I'm actually here, taking classes going by Lola, just working jobs like this one to make men's meet. But what about you? Are you acting out here? Yeah. Yeah, kind of. I mean, you know, I, I got cast in this one part, uh, playing someone named Charlotte Rhodes, and, and it paid really well, but it took a lot longer than I expected, and it was way more complicated than I thought, and now I'm just waiting for this old lady to fucking die so I can take her money, too. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, guys. Has anyone ever told you how much you guys look alike? I mean, you're both so hot, too. I mean, you could almost be sisters. My mom used to say the same thing. You remember her, don't you, Nate? You used to bang her? <laughs> no, no, I don't remember her. Not really. Nope. Never never seen her. Carol's her name? No. Have no idea who she is. And also, didn't realize how late it was getting, so not, not suspicious at all. I'm just going to get out of here. You know, we should exchange numbers. Oh, we shouldn't. Oh, okay. She's, she is gone. <laughs> She's way gone. Goodbye. <laughs> right. You're off already. Who are you talking to? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'd say an apology is in order after all your I'm not comfortable in your world talk, don't you? Because you know this one person who is not really in my world at all. Don't you think I deserve an apology here? You totally knew someone yeah, at my right. party. <laughs> you're right, Nate. You're, you always were right. I stand corrected. I should apologize to you for all this, but why was Ivy Dickens here anyway? <laughs> oh, she's actually my friend's cousin. Her real name is Charlie Rhodes. I'm sorry. Real name? Yeah, you didn't know? Let me mansplain it to you really quick. <laughs> Apparently, her mom is a crazy woman down in Florida who made her go by the name Ivy Dickens growing up. 
But no, let me give you no explanation as to why her mom made her go by Abby Dickens. That must have been when you knew her. <laughs> but after last spring, when she moved, she moved here to live with her family. She got to go by her real name. And that name is Charlie Rhodes. Yeah, that's not weird for you at all, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel I feel better than I did before. Honestly, I feel great. <laughs> wow, give me that tip, Nate. <laughs> wow, what a scene! Everyone loved it. Um, and that's everything, except of course for some plugs. But before that, Charles, thank you so much for for thank making you, time for you. us. Uh, I know you've been you, you've had a hectic day today, so thank you, thank you for making some time for us. Uh, do you have anything that you would like to plug at this hour? Not really, other than you know everyone listen to all your guys' podcasts. It's just always so much fun to talk yeah, about yeah. shows with you guys. Um, I'm sure I'll I'll pick another random episode in the future on one of these other shows and uh, not have a good reason for it, and it's going to be an absolute <laughs> blast. I always oh, yeah. appreciate you guys inviting me. You guys invited me on, and it's just so much fun. So, oh yeah, can't wait to do always. it again. Uh, Brendan, what are you plugging? I mean, we're we're still middling at that six new subscriber count on uh, Patreon.com. Someone is here that we can thank. Ch- yeah. Chuck is a Chuckles here is a patron, so thank you, Charles. Yeah. Charles will get to being one of those we'll, get, we'll get to hear who who Brendan is talking about the name that he's going to drop. <laughs> that is true, uh, but we we need to get to that ten new subscriber count so we can at least get the Mike Bloom consolation prize. That's <laughs> uh, a It's going to be a great cameo anyway. But we really want that Kelly Rutherford cameo if we get to that twenty count. So spread the good gospel of uh, Sandy Boys over at Patreon.com/slash Boys Media, where you can find all of our OC coverage. We got over a season over there, so check that out. It's great stuff. Like I said last week, it's season the real show. We don't care amazing. about this bullshit show. Oh yeah, season two is amazing. Our our, our coverage is going to be even better than the show itself, obviously. Um, so check all that out. We're big. And while we have Charles here too, hopefully we can finally finish up Charles' month over on the Hobby Boys eventually too. <laughs> yes, hopefully. It's 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 almost it's it's almost coming to a close. We're gonna get there soon. All right. And wait. It's gonna be great. I feel like the OC is very good timing right now with the new book coming. You know, Alan's have a yep, new book yep. about the OC coming out. I think everybody's re-talking about the OC. Oh yeah, that's a reason for everyone to join the Patreon. You know, absolutely. You and I'm reading the book, so go. I'll have all those little nuggets that I can sprinkle in there. Uh, Charles will be back on an episode in season two, so you have that to look forward to. Um, and uh, for me, what do I have to plug? Uh, Taylor Swift made history last night. Uh, Four album mm. of the year awards. So I'll plug Taylor Swift. Yep, there she is. Plug the, the cup that uh, Charles is drinking out I of. I mean, more importantly, a, a new album release on my birthday. Are we even going to talk about that? Ooh, yes, yes. A, oh, wow, we are that. in we are in the uh, the tortured poets department club era or whatever whatever she mm-hmm. announced the title is going to be. Sure. You got it. <laughs> it's hard not to, to say out loud Dead Poet Society. It's very difficult yes, to Yes, yes. Yeah, Poets... I saw someone who's on Twitter talking about that. <laughs> it's so it's really difficult. Dead Poet Society. <laughs> There's so many funny memes of like, of people like, oh, I'm so excited for like the real title. Then like someone responding, oh, Dead Poet Society. It's going to be good. She really got me. Wasn't expecting a new album release. If anything, obviously, she was she was gearing us up for reputation, but uh, she, she got Maybe. us. She got us again. Also, surprised that uh, Midnight's was the one that had her make history because uh, not one of her strongest, in my opinion, but, uh, no. you know. Who... I, would, I would argue potentially least strong, but it's not Taylor Swift podcast. Can, uh, exactly. You know, we'll we can, we'll yeah, break all that down on the Swifty Boys, of course, when yeah, 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 we yeah, finally get to that podcast. Uh, <laughs> besides that, 
you know, I said last time to watch my favorite show on Netflix, Teenage Bounty Hunters. I started rewatching it, of course, three episodes in again, and it's still just as funny. I'm laughing at every scene. So everyone watch Teenage Bounty Hunters. Uh, and then you what can follow. On that coming up? Listen, I, I no one's <laughs> seen the show, but we will. I'll still force Brendan to podcast about it anyway. <laughs> it's, it's, All right, whatever. So good, you'll love it. Just yeah, just text me the dates and I'll be yeah. there. <laughs> um, and then uh, you can follow me on Twitter at MattyFresh24. You can follow Brendan at RuppyPuppy. You can follow his other podcast, The Hoppy Boys, at The Hoppy Boys Pod. And you can come back next week where we will be breaking down Gossip Girl Season 5, Episode 16. Uh, what's it called? Oh, Crossroads. But until then, you know you love us. Lonely boys. Oh, did I forget to say XOXO? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I was rushing to get out of here. Hold on. From the top, baby. <laughs> Run it back. Listen, it's crazy. You got the yips. I know, I Ever know. since that one flood. Well, it's because Georgina's <laughs> Gossip Girl now. It's really throwing me off. <laughs> it's, 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 we're in a whole new era. All right. But until then, there we go. you know you love us. XOXO. I'm Georgina. <laughs> Get her done. <laughs> now our, our exit is off the rails. Lonely Get boys. her done. Lonely boys. <laughs>